listening to a Cool Truth podcast production. We can't, we chained our hearts in vain, we jumped, never asking why. We kissed, I fell under your spell, the love no one could deny. Don't you ever say, I just want away, I will always want you. I can live a lie, running for my life, I will always want you. I came in like a wreck! Alright, what's up? What's up? What's up? Finally, we are back. Cool Truth Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Network. Cool Truth Podcast Productions. I'm Daddy Cool AC. First show of the year, 2021. Edwards is not with us tonight. He's he's in the lab. He's being the executive producer. He's coming up with new content. He's he's like a wizard in there. But with me, the one and only, the professor, Mister White House. What is up, my brother? Happy New Year. First show of the year. Good evening. How are you, AC? Hey, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. It's a, there's a lot going on, bro. There's a lot going on, <laughs> but I'm happy to be on here, talk some wrestling, get my mind off things. Oh, but there is just... there is a lot going on. Yes, I need my mind off things. This you know? this helped me. This helped me escape this two plus hours and and and, and watching uh catching up with some dynamite. So yes, it's gotten my mind off some things. So I would have to agree with you, sir. Yeah, you know, I mean, listen. Uh, we got the, we got the, the, you know, the pandemic stuff still going on and, you know, all kinds of things. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's good to have these, uh, it's good to have these, uh, couple hours of, uh, just kind of taking your mind off things and, you know, um, having a good, having a good time. Now I'll say this, we, we're going to break down the, uh, impact hard to kill 2021 here, uh, to start us off. Um, We'll talk some AEW. We might get into some New Japan if we have time. But, you know, we're in our pre-show little meeting here where, you know, we were talking. And there was the first half of this show, it was almost <laughs> like you had the feeling of, like, did I just take $40 and flush it down the drain? Um, I mean, th- there was a lot that happened in this show that was the drizzling shits. I'm sorry. Uh, just, you know, cool truth. We got to be honest about it. <clears throat> There was some things I liked, uh, and we'll get yeah. you know, we'll get into it. We'll, we'll, we'll go match by match here and kind of break it down for you. We're not going to spend a ton of time on a lot of things, um, a because I don't I don't have a lot of background with the lead up to this pay per view for Impact aside from obviously the main event, um, and and it's just I mean, <laughs> listen, the no fan thing just it's really tough. I, I don't know why they don't have fans. I don't know why. Uh, maybe they, the building's not allowing it. Uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe they just don't feel like they could put enough people in them and distance it out or whatever. Whatever the reason is, the no fan thing is really tough for me. It just really is. Um, and I fully expected it. But on a positive side, uh, hearing Matt Stryker's voice on TV again was... I, 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 I'm Ooh. happy to have him back. He's very good at what wow. he does. He's very different from a lot of the guys that are out there right now. 
And I'll tell you, you would have thought he was. You would have thought he was with Impact for twenty years. I yeah. mean, it, it, talk about doing your homework. I mean, he this guy did not miss a beat. Um, no. And then no. you had D'Lo for show. Uh, you know, it seems like he was finding his way a little bit, but I thought he did a nice job. I, I think it could be a nice team. Um, you know, what do you think overall? I I. It's funny because I, I I shot you a text. And no knock on Matthews. I thought Matthews was fine. But I forgot how good Matt Stryker really is. And, I mean, he hit out of the park tonight. I I, I enjoyed him. Um, I enjoyed... Uh, I I just enjoyed his... I like his style. And it's just... I'm just a huge fan. And it's been a while since he's been on. Doing, you know, he's been doing some stuff. But... Uh, no, I think I think Impact hit it out of the park by bringing him in. You got Josh, Josh Matthews is doing more producing behind the scenes now. So this is the team going forward, and I think D'Lo uh, is. I think this is new with him because he's more he's been more of an agent in the past uh, behind the scenes stuff. So now he's coming out. I thought he was fine. I thought he brought. The he did the you know former wrestler brought some stuff you know showed behind the curtain a little bit and 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 I thought as the show got on he got a little bit more comfortable um, I thought he was fantastic with the Eddie Edwards Sammy Callahan match main event I thought he was good you know trying to put put Kenny over while still you know their champ is is Rich Swan I thought he navigated through those waters well no I I thought. I, I like the I like what I heard, and you know, um, you know, the beginning of the card wasn't so good, but you know what helped was the uh, the commentating team or was actually it was actually good. So I think they got something to to, to build on and and, and continue to grow. As you, you could see with their with this roster, that they still have some moving parts, and they're going to have to continue to do some things as well. So I think it's a work in progress. Just like their roster. Yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> when is Impact not a work in progress? <laughs> right, 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 Let's right. Be it seems like it's a common theme of them. But, um, you know, it's kind of fitting, hard to kill. Uh, you know, I, I remember, oh, geez, 2014, maybe 15, probably 14. Edwards doing uh, doing his Blading for Truth and get going upside Meltzer, up one side, down the other side of Meltzer for, you know, saying that Impact was dead, you know, they're four weeks away from shutting down and TNA or whatever they were calling themselves at the yeah. time. And here you go, 2021, and here's Impact running a pay-per-view, um, you know, during these uh, these times we have going on now. So um, I, 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 I think the name is fitting for them. Um. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, the early on in the show hard to get into. But uh, let's 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 break it down match by match. I'm sure there's people out there that watched it that are into Impact that you know maybe have had more of a feel going in than maybe I did. I know you watch for the most part. Um, yeah. kick us off. How do we uh start off this uh, pay per view? We get DK, which is Rosemary and Crazy Steve. Versus Tanel Dashwood and Caleb with a K. Um, I'm a Crazy Steve fan, so so I didn't mind this match as much. 
But, AC, I got to ask you. I mean, I know I, Tanel uh, has been, a, been around the block and this and that, everything else, but, dude, has she regressed or is it just me? Because um, I don't remember her being this bad. Like, I, I have. Yeah, I mean, I, this is what I would say. I haven't seen her in a while. Um, other than, wasn't she part of the shit show at the last pay per view or at Slammiversary? Wasn't she part of that? Yeah, yeah she was part that, of that. I mean, but every, every, I mean, that was really not one. No, oh, wrestling's oh, fault. The match that was, was a collaboration. Yeah, that, that was that was a collaboration <laughs> of drizzle shits. Um, right. But yeah, I, I think the gimmick. I think the gimmick doesn't help. I'm a huge Caleb Conley fan. I've watched Caleb. Dude, Conley I like what I saw out of for, him for a long time. time. This wasn't. This isn't my favorite version of him. I get it. Uh, he's diversifying a little bit with this character, right. Uh, right. which is fine. And and I ha- and honestly, again, I haven't seen enough of it to really get a feel for it. Um, I will say, I did not think this match was awful. Um, no. And I, it, it, it was a lot of it was just me getting into it. Uh, I was really listening to the commentary, you know, because yep, Striker and Elo are new. Yeah. Um, and again, the no fan thing, uh, and just trying to get into the show a little bit. Uh, other than Wrestle Kingdom, I've really only been watching AEW. Um, right. I haven't even watched WWE in a long time, so I really like my whole wrestling world right now is AEW, and I'm just. Like the Daily's Place thing, like it just—it's you know what I mean. Like I, I'm just yeah. so used to that yeah. feel and the fans yep. and yep. you know everything that they—they they have pyros and everything that's going on. And this, this is a little bit different. Now the set isn't bad. Um, now listen, in normal times, if they had 500 people in that building, uh, I think this show probably comes off a little bit better than it did. Uh, and I also think this match might have come off a little better than it did. Right. It wasn't terrible. Um, you know, uh, Striker. Stri- I, I don't know if he lost track who the legal person was or the legal. Or I, I don't, he I, did. I did I, too. Yeah, it was. You know what? And he he did a great job of saving himself because he he was calling um, Rosemary the legal person. It was crazy, Steve. Yeah. Towards the end of the match, um, they used the uh, that green spray and yeah. the faces there. Um, you know, Stryker did it. He did a good job of kind of like explaining tag rules and things like that. Like if you had never watched wrestling before, you you, you know you might want to you might have liked <laughs> what he was explaining to you because you don't get that a lot anymore. Yeah. Um, it wrestling, they kind of just assume everybody's seen it before. Uh, yeah. But it did get chaotic a little bit in the match here. Uh, not a horrible match. Um, I guess it's an okay way to start off the show. Uh, given the next three or four matches we saw, I'm Ooh. okay with it. So, right. I mean, again, not great, but not a terrible start. But I do, I do agree with you. Tennille Dashwood, not her best performance. No, and I, and it's just uh, I remember better out of her, and I just I don't know. Maybe my expectations were high, and, yeah. and, and I know I've. Mixed tag, you know, a lot. It's mixed, just, yeah, it's just, mixed tag, maybe, I just you know. Expected a little bit, a little bit better. I mean, she botched a couple things you saw in there, and like, dude, really? Like you, like she's badass at one I, time. You, 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 I don't you know, know what I'm, happened. I'm gonna say this, and I don't, and I really don't want this to be taken the wrong way because 
you know, anybody who's listened to this show for years and years, we've always been advocates for women's wrestling. And I'm not yeah. saying this to to put down women's wrestling at all. But, and, and listen, there's a lot of botches with the guys too. But it just seems like there's, there's a lot of botches with the women. And I think it's just something you have to understand is going to happen. Um, I could, I, I honestly, I, I try not to harp on it. Um, I, I, you know what, I, you know what I mean. I, it's, yeah, I just I think do, do. there's so many levels, you, you know, levels of quality performance. Now you would think with Tennille Dashwood, she would be on a level. That's you know, my point. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's just a bad night. I don't know. Right. She, she right. didn't look great. I agree with you. Yeah. But I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw her the benefit of doubt. And I'm also gonna say is like, even at the high, even at the highest level. Uh, which right now in women's wrestling is clearly WWE, or you know they have a they have the, the women wrestling at the highest level. You see yeah. that. I mean, you, you see that yeah. in all wrestling. Yeah. I, it might stand out more with the with the women. Um, again, I don't want to harp on it, uh, and I'm not going to kill her because I haven't. You know what? She could have had five great matches in a row that we didn't see. So I'm not going to crush her. But she didn't. She didn't have the greatest night for sure. Yeah, no, and, and, you know, so I don't know. But uh, DK, they get the W, and then I thought it was a decent, I thought it was a decent match to open the show. Uh, second match, we get, we get EY with uh, Joe Deering from uh, the Japan, Japan world, not, not uh, New Japan, but other organizations in Japan. Yeah, what are they saying? Noah? Where they, uh, from Noah? Yeah, Noah. Old, what's it? Old, all Japan, yeah, all Japan. Yeah, all Japan. I mean, I haven't seen those promotions, so. Right. But that's where Joe Daring is from. And we have Diener uh, versus Rhino, Tommy Dreamer, and Diener's cousin Jake. This is an old school rules match. All right, so. Get, so, uh, yeah. Uh, that, well, that's my first question. What was the old... I mean, right. I, 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 text, I texted you. Yeah. Man. I yeah. go, what's what's the old school rules? We're actually going to follow them? Like, trying to figure that one out. So, I and mean, this this was your general, you know, no rules six-man match where yeah. anything went. And and that's all and it, was. it was. There was nothing old school about this match. Yeah. And, and I thought it was a shit show. Striker. It was a shit show, and I wrote that down. What a shit show. Uh Match Striker explaining that there's a no DQ, no count out, anything goes. And really anything went. And you get, it was a shit show. You know, everybody got their moves in, everybody took the bumps in, and nothing really stood out. And the name of this group of Eric Young, Joe Daring, and Diener is called Violent by Design. I, I like and the they name. got the win. I do. I, I like. I, I like the name. I the name. Um, and, and, and and it's it's not that any one any one of these wrestlers was bad. It just I, I don't know. I, maybe maybe expected more. Maybe I don't know. Just the match was just kind of like eh. Um, it was eh. calling it an old school. That's this one. And AEW does this sometimes too. All, all wrestling companies do it. They try to put these you know cute titles on matches. Yeah. That when you actually watch the match, those doesn't make any sense. You know, just you know, six man tag, yeah. no rules match. Just call it that because that's essentially what it was. Calling right. it an old school match, I'm trying. What's old school about it? 
Uh, <laughs> and and uh, you know that part about it was confusing. Um, you know, some of the guys stood out better than others. Um, and I would say another part of this match that kind of didn't do it for me is this is I've seen this nine thousand times from Tommy Dreamer. I've seen this yeah. nine thousand times from Rhino. And, you know, I've met Rhino, he's a nice guy, but nothing against him. But at the same time, it's like, I'm just kind of over it. What's your Cody's, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and I get, listen, they're a little more of an advanced stage now, I get it. Yeah. Uh, Dreamer's there, he's helping out the company, he's probably doing a lot of things behind the scenes and everything else, which is great. But, I, I, I mean, I don't know this constant to put these guys on pay-per-view still. I don't know that they need to do that. Uh, I think they have a lot of talent there that maybe they're not utilizing that they could have. Um, yeah, it just wasn't wasn't the greatest match. Um, I, I like the guy. Was named Dieter. Dieter, with the, yeah. Dieter with the tattoos. Yeah, um, I like that guy. He looked good. That was the first time I've seen him. Um, yep. The the taller guy with the long hair. That was part of what? What was his name? Cousin um, Jake. Cousin Jake. Cousin Jake, now, wait, Cousin Jake was, he's the, the tall guy in EY's team, right? No. That's, no, that's, that's Joe Derry, the very Joe, tall guy. Now, that guy, I had I, I, I not seen him before either. Uh, he he kind of, he, he, you might have something there. You know, Dude, if you had it. Badass. If you had those two, and you had the, the cousin who was on the other team, maybe with, you know, someone that was a little bit younger with a little more flair. And just had a regular tag team match, you probably yeah. would have ended up with a better match. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point because Deaner and Cousin Jake used to be a tag team, but Deaner turned on Cousin Jake to go with EY. Now um, Stryker did get did do a good job of giving you the background. Yeah, so yeah. I did pick up on that based okay. on his commentary. Okay, okay, good. Uh, but yeah, that's the whole storyline on that. Uh, I liked, I dig Deaner. Uh, he used to have long hair, but he cut it off. I mean, you saw it in the video um, leading up to this match. Um, you know, I, I, I dig him. Um, I like the EY thing. Though Joe Daring, I was there uh, because I've seen him a couple times on Impact. I'm like, I don't know. But I really dug him in this match as well. And I love their name, Violent by Design. And... Uh, yeah, I think it's, it's uh, add a couple more crazy dudes and get a nice little faction here. But no, I like it. Call me crazy, I like it. The, I wasn't a big fan of the match, just because Rhino Dreamer. No offense, they are legends. All due respect, you guys. You guys are just one trick ponies, man. And it's just we've seen it before. Yeah, um, I totally agree with everything you said. So I think that's why this was kind of an eh. Yeah, and and and, and I'm a big EY fan. I'm just glad he's getting the opportunity to do. Back in here after getting screwed over by Vince and WWE, and just stayed home and did nothing, and now he's back, you know, doing something, and he's good at it. So he plays the crazy person very well, and I just, I'm just, uh, uh, yeah. So I'm <laughs> I mean, the, the NXT run was was good, was good, uh, and then when was they good. brought him to SmackDown, you know, the yeah. same old kind of the same, same old, old song same old. and dance, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm just glad he's getting this opportunity and, and he's back at Impact and, and Impact needs a guy like EY anyway. So it's just it's just good. Um, I think what you saw though as we as we're leading into oh before that we got a, we got a, a Rich Swan and, and Chris Sabian video 
they're chatting in the locker room. Moose comes in, and, you know, Swan just goes off on Moose. And he goes, listen, I, I come here to play, you know, and just, you know, I when the, when the, when the you know, he played football, guys he didn't like, but when, when that when that whistle blew, you know, he'll die for his, his teammates. So um, just trying to strike some uh, trust with his uh, newfound teammates. And I, I got to say, uh, adding Moose to this added something. Yes, it did. I, re- I really think it added yes, it something. Did. Yes, it did. And I can't wait to get to the main event to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk did. about it there. It, it definitely did. did. And, and, and for those who don't know, the reason why Rich Swan is pissed at Moose uh, Moose had a program with Willie Mack, and uh, and that's Rich Swan's best friend. Uh, and Moose beat the shit out of him, <laughs> pretty good. And so that's what Rich that's what Rich Swan's pretty pissed at Moose about. He beat the shit out of him pretty good. So well, plus that's what that's about. Moose is carrying the TNA, TNA title, title that he never he really wants, won, right. and he's and he Mister TNA, yes. but Swan yeah. is the champ. So yeah. There, yeah. there's a natural natural beef there. Yes. Uh, so now we're going into the third match, and. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and, I don't, don't want to come across this way, and it's going to come across this way. <laughs> Havoc and, and, and Niva, I don't have a problem with that. They actually looked pretty decent in this match. <laughs> this fire and flavor, dude, <laughs> drizzling shits is that. Yeah, uh, I got to be honest. Um, I'm with you. That... I'm looking at this and, and just watching this match, and it wasn't a great match. I had and I had the football game on the tablet at the time, so I spent a little time, you know, peeking in on that as well. But you know, I'm watching the match go down, and I'm just like, "All right, Havoc and what's her name? Um, uh, Navia, not yeah, Navea or whatever. Navea, yeah, whatever they're calling her." I'm like, they're clearly the better team, right? Like, they carried them! <laughs> I mean, it was night and day. Like, I was just like, okay. So I'm like, they're going to win the title. And then, I mean, listen, I'm not a fan of women's tag team titles right now anyway. Uh, now, this Impact has a lot of women on the roster. I, yeah. get, that's, I guess this is why they're doing it. Um I wasn't a fan of it in WWE. Now, listen, Impact could prove you wrong. Maybe they'll do something with their title. But, uh, I mean, not. it's not really off to a great start here. By, no. Uh, they put it Especially on the weaker that, team. Of, the, they put on the weaker team. The biggest woman in the... This is how you know that Hogan and Steels was complete garbage in this match. The biggest woman in the match, Havoc, did most of the work. She did she, more. She did most well, of the work. I mean, I've seen Havoc for a long time. Havoc could go. Dude, Havoc, Havoc could go couple, for a long time. Well, she had a couple spots where I'm like, oh my god, she she caught both of them. <laughs> did the did the Samoan fall away with the both of them, and then she picks up, and then they were gonna double suplex Nevaeh. She comes over, takes both of them. And power bombs the both of them, one in each hand. Dude, yeah. that chick can go. Yeah. I want to see her and Nyla Rose go at it. I was, I was thinking that. I was Bro, thinking that too. 
Holy I was, shit. I was thinking that would be a good good matchup. Um, oh, my yeah. God. That would definitely be a good matchup. Uh, that would be good. That would you know, be good. And, and, that, and that's the, the only reason why I'm not taking a, a, a steaming pile on this match is I, I didn't think that that side of the match was that bad. No. <laughs> And, no. and it, 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 honestly, if they had won, I probably would be like, okay, you know, the match wasn't great. Yes. But the right yes. team won. But not only did the match suck, the wrong team won. <laughs> you know, I, listen, I, I, uh, again, let's, you know, you got to see where they go from here. Uh, but watching the match, I'm just like, oh, boy. You know, and you, you can almost sense that it was coming too, yes, which annoyed me because I'm like, yeah. these two deserve to win this match. Like, let's be real. And they're probably going to lose. And it figures, you know. Yeah, I was pissed, man. I, I really was because I was. And I've seen, I, and I, listen, there. I've seen Tasha Steeles on the Indies before. Tasha Steeles isn't bad. Uh, again, I'm not just thinking of character. I'm not thinking yeah, of character. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Sometimes, sometimes it doesn't translate. Um, it doesn't, she's tr- like you a, know, she's like, she's like a wannabe. What's the, I actually, I actually saw Tasha Steeles versus Deanna Peraza or not. Um, um, uh, what's her? No, not Deanna Peraza. Uh, I saw Tasha Steeles versus, uh, Tessa Blanchard, which was a, oh, uh, which was a very good match. But again, you don't get a feel like Indies. You're not worried about character yeah. or this and that. You're like, Oh, you know, here, here we go. I'm, I'm going to see, um, I'm gonna see. Wow, uh, Tessa Blanchard, great! And then this, you know, this other woman comes in and wrestles, and she, she has a great match too. And they're like, "Damn, that was a really good match." You know, uh, tag. You know, it's a tag match. It's different. Pay per view. You don't know about the character. It's just a lot of things. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. See, I, I don't think Hogan's good at all. Steals. She reminds me of a uh, the boss. Sasha Banks 2.0. Yeah. And it's just, ugh, dude. I just, yeah. I don't know. Man. I'm not I a just, big, I'm not a big fan of Sasha Banks, so I'm with you. You know, so that's my, yeah, so sorry if I offend anybody out there that like those two. They're just like shits. Sorry. So <laughs> that takes us. Hey, listen, us, it's not, a, it's the cool truth. You gotta keep, you gotta be honest. Right. right? You, 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 and, and, and this is hey, we, listen. We sugarcoated it enough, <laughs> right? I think we did. This is this is for me when business picked up for me because uh, for the times the for the several times we talked about impact on this sh- on our show, the first guy that comes comes to my mind when I like to talk about impact of this show is Ace fucking Austin. I love Ace so this Austin. is. This is where it picked up for me. So he comes down to the ring. And for those who didn't watch last week, and I would say go back if you have the if you have the Impact app, go back on there and watch it. They did that X that X division type tournament thing, and Ace won it. Um, and three three matches that night, and dude, that kid can go. God, that kid's good. Shut up. That kid can go. I saw him so, jump. I saw him just jump off a twenty foot. You know, fucking. I don't even know what you call it. Oh, uh, you know, scaffolding or whatever. You <laughs> whatever the hell it was at an XWA show. And I, no, but he, he. That was a couple of years ago. He stood out, and next thing you know, he shows up in uh, Impact. And with the X Div, that guy is the perfect X Division. Dude, he is guy. 
He is perfect. So, so he wants to get involved in the in the in the, in the three way X division match because he won the cup. God, this guy Scott, he's one of the VPs there. Scott Demore, Demore, Demore. I think I'm saying it right. Comes out, says no, but he got a guy that he can wrestle that's always willing to willing to go. And all of a sudden, music hit, and Matt Cordona comes down to the ring. And and AC, you and I were texting back and forth, and 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 I don't know. I we believe people at at AEW listen to our podcast. <laughs> now I believe Matt Cardona listened to our podcast at least over the summer. Maybe it's because this, <laughs> maybe Don does. This is where Matt Cardona belongs. An impact, and so. They teased us with this match because it came to a quick DQ. So, uh, you know, protects both of them. But you get a nice little shock and all with Cardona. You get Ace Austin on the card. Yeah, you get your, 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 your quick DQ. But I was okay with it because to me, this is where the pay-per-view began. So what, what is, because <laughs> I'm horrible with names, what is Ace Austin yeah. boy there? Uh, what the hell is his name? The tall guy. Oh, the big guy. I forgot his name. I'll have to look it up. I'll look it up as you talk. All right. So, I want to see Matt Cardona fight him. <laughs> um, it, it, it's a nice spot for Ace Austin. Uh, they got him on the pay-per-view. Brings in a, a you know, a, a guy that everybody knows. I'm with it. But, again, I look at Ace Austin, X, X Division guy, the whole thing. The only issue I had with this thing was I felt like I was watching Matt Cardona, you know, in AEW again, wrestling a little guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and it, listen, there's a lot of opportunities for Matt Cardona in Impact. If he's not going to be in WWE, it's definitely the better place for him, given the roster they have. Uh, you could see him fighting Moose, Eddie Edwards, Callahan, Kingo. Uh, Go down the list, um, for sure. But Ace Austin's, uh, it's basically his Wardlow. <laughs> Best way to explain it if you're an AEW fan. Um, and I can't, re- I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Yeah, but I want to, I, I want to see him fight Cordona because when they went nose to nose, I was like, all right, here we go. It's, it's no size advantage here. You know what I mean? So, but other than that, nice little spot. Uh, it definitely, it definitely gave you. Okay, here we go. But for me, um, I, I'm. There's still a little more of this show that I was kind of e. Eh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. It was okay, and then there was some stuff I hated, and there was some yeah, stuff yeah. I really, I really liked from this point on. But I'll give you. It definitely gave you the business is picking up feeling. Yep, and. This takes us into our three-way match for the X Division Championship, and I thought it it definitely was one. It wasn't the best match best match on the card, but it was one of the best matches on the card. Uh, Chris Bay, who I'm becoming a very big fan of in a short period of time of seeing him, Rohit Raju, Madman Fulton, Madman Fulton, it just popped. Madman Fulton, there you go. Yeah, Good job. <laughs> it Good just job popped in my you. head. 
You know, you know it's, you. Edwards is listening to this because I know he loves Madman Fulton. He's yeah. like, Madman Fulton, you SOBs, Madman Fulton. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And the exhibition champion, Merrick, which we all know is TJP. Yeah. So, uh, dude, a couple things. That, one that stands out in this, this match, Chris Bay. Future is bright for that young man. Yeah. Uh, TJP. Vince McMahon's got to be wondering where the fuck is this wrestling was because he didn't get that in WWE. <laughs> and Rohit Raju, I'll tell you, the guy he, is he, secret good. Yeah. You don't think when you look at him, I, I, I you're like getting him. wrestling shits. But I like him in the ring. I, I like them. I like them. Uh, hey, listen, this is this is what you get with the Impact X Division. Yes. This is what you get. And yes. uh, all three guys could go. The, this was this match was very good. Uh, I'm with you. I like I like Bay. Uh, I, I'm not a big TJP guy. Um, no, but I, I like this character of TJP. And, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I, I have it out for him, and it's really n- not his fault. But it's still dr- <laughs> every time I see him, it reminds me. That Ibushi didn't win oh, that shit. cruiserweight so right. tournament, You're and it's so it, right. it dry. It, I, I get, yeah. I, I, I get the business reason why Ibushi didn't win, but yeah. anybody who watched that tournament knows yeah. who should have won that tournament, and yeah. I, and it still bothers me to this day yeah. that Ibushi yeah. didn't win that tournament and TJP did. So, so I, I would have, to, yeah. So that that bothers, and it's not TJP's fault. Uh, listen, I probably want to be the biggest fan of his anyway. Video game nerd thing is not my thing, but he's he he could listen. He he was great in the match tonight. All three guys were great. Um, I I kind of like I kind of I mean it's goofy. I mean we all know it's him, haha. But yeah. I mean when he pulls the mask off, he had paint on, so his face was still covered. I thought that was I know it's goofy, but it was kind of cool. You know, yep. at least it, it, this is something a little bit different. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, so I, I was I was kind of I was kind of fine with that. Um, and one thing about this match, watching it, I had no idea who was going to win. No, uh, maybe I, I hadn't watched enough. All three again. of these guys could have won this match. But I, you, you could make the case just watching yep. the match that all three guys could yep. win. Yep. And, yep. You, you know, you could even make the case. Um, what was the third guy's name? Not Bay, the other guy. Uh, Rohit Raju. Raju, Raju. Uh, yep. I'll, I'll call him Raju because if I try to remember that whole thing, I'll forget it. Raju, yeah. there was a point in this match I almost wanted him to win. Yeah. And Stryker really played it up well, and he kind of, you know, I, I, they, they did the backstage thing before the match too. That, that was good. Um, yeah. I got the idea that Bay was probably, probably the long shot, but he still could have won because he's so good. But at the same time, it's almost like we're bringing him along type of thing. But you could Raju and and Manic TJP should feud beyond this. Because, oh, yeah, because Manic took it yeah. from Raju. Yeah. Like, the history, Chris Bay had it. Raju there, there was this, oh, sorry, had, took it from Bay, and okay. Manic took it from Raju. Okay, gotcha. So, there was a spot in the match where Bay could have pinned either one, and he went to pin Manic. Yeah. And then Stryker was like, he went to pin the champion, so there'd be no excuses. I was like, "Yes, I love that." Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that yeah. that was nice. This was a good match. If if I, if I had to rank the matches, 
I'm gonna put this one at number three. That's where it's um, but yes. it's not far. It's not far off. No, it's not far. It's not far. That's exactly where I have it. I enjoyed this match. I'm a big fan of the X Division, and I just like I said, get since getting back since the summer was actually Edwards when I got Slammiversary. So some from Slammiversary on, getting back into Impact, you know, I'm a big Ace Austin fan, yes, but Chris Bay, man, I like watching this kid in the ring. And I'll tell you what, I mean, oh my God. So this was a very entertaining, I enjoyed it. Business picked up. This is, you know, this is, this is, this is where the, you know, pay-per-view, you know, starts taking that turn. Yeah. Except for a couple things. Yeah. But we'll get to those. But, so from this match, we go into a video with Eddie, getting ready, and talking to his wife there, and making her promise not to come to the ring, because, uh, yeah, that shit's going to get crazy. And, yes, it does get crazy. So, so we get that weird video. Then we go into the Knockouts Championship match. And let me premise this by saying, this to me, okay, maybe this is a double-edged sword how I, how, I, how I word this. This was one of the most anticipated matches I wanted to watch, but it turned out to be one of the most disappointing matches I watched. Yeah, Does I'm, that I'm with you. I no, I'm with you. Um, I, I, you know, what? I think that these two are on a level, so there was an expectation that maybe the match didn't live up to. And I agree. Yeah, with that. Uh, I, I, it to me. I was so looking you, forward to this match, AC. Yeah, when you have Deanna Perazzo and Taya Valkyrie, do we need all the outside stuff? That's yes. We don't need it. Just let them wrestle the damn match. And half the match was the outside bullshit. Now they did, th- the referee did throw them all out of there, which was fine, finally. And then they, but it just, I don't know, to me, it just set the match on like a weird path. And I have to say, all, um, I, I'm, I personally like submission finishes in wrestling. I do too. But I thought this one was a little anticlimactic. It was. It was, and that's the right word for it. Um, I don't know. I I haven't seen the Taya that was of the past. I think she's better as a heel. I think that's the problem. I think that's the problem. It could be the problem, you know. But I just, you know, Perazzo. <laughs> I mean, she's she's just on another level right now, man. Yeah, she's very she's good. Really she's is very good. You know, she's very good. Um. I'm not uh, a big fan of her mic skills, but I could deal with it. Yeah. It's just nitpicking. But I'm just finally glad that she ring, has a gimmick. Dude. Yeah. Right. Exactly. In ring, dude, we're looking at we're looking at the uh, fucking Kurt Angle of the women's division. I mean that's kind of that's the kind of like Barometer. She's been she's very right good. Now. She's been very good. She's been very good for a long time. ROH, NXT, you know, Jeez, uh, vast, a vast amount of indie experience. Um, you know, she, and now impact. Taya's arm was yeah. fucking awesome. I think. I think that's why the match let you down a little bit because yeah. you have two of two of the better women's wrestlers that aren't in. Um, WWE here, 
And, and you know, and, and, and some of it is, I think, a little bit of like the Sheeta effect where those pay-per-view matches that Sheeta has, she levels up. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I just feel like they didn't look – like it wasn't bad. It just wasn't as – I expected no, it more. No, yeah. it wasn't the – it wasn't the top tier, those two, that I expected. I, I'll tell you this. If they wrestled, That's just what they've earned. Yeah, if they wrestled ten times, I would say probably seven of those matches would be better than the one we saw tonight. Yeah. And I don't think yeah. it's all their fault because the outside no. interference, it it, it – it didn't allow that you know you know sometimes like yeah. this is one thing I love about New Japan when they give big matches that forty minutes and that yeah. first ten minutes yeah. is just about they're feeling each other out you're getting into a flow you know you're you know not not necessarily one guy getting the best of the other but it's kind of going back and forth and you get well even if you even if let's say it's a seventeen minute match if the first five to seven minutes of that match. They were kind of feeling each other out, yeah. you know, seeing who could get the better of one another. I think it would have just built into a better match, but by having all that outside interference and have so many people, four or five people, it just took away from the match. And I don't necessarily blame that on them. And I also think the finish, I, it was and a little, su- was it was kind of a little surprising in end when it did because you know Valkyrie's like all upset, but it was like, I mean. It wasn't one of those snap submissions. I mean, you know, she got her into the, the single arm bar and then pulled in the other arm. And then it was like, all right, it's over. Um, I get what they were going for there. And I, I honestly, I, I, I appreciate what they were doing there. I really do. By not having all these breaks and kickouts and everything else. But at the same time, it was just kind of like, oh, really? That's, a, that's it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But but again, I get you're holding the performers to a level you expect them to perform. This is the level of the performance, yeah, the expectation. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I just, yeah, I just. Oh. If you went into yeah. this pay per view saying that that was one of the, if you you're just looking at the card, you could you could make the case that it's one of one or either going to be you know one, two, or three of the best matches, and it wasn't. Before, before, yeah. like before, you're looking at the card. You're saying, and, and "Hey, that could be that could be number one, two, or three. You know, match ranking of the best yep. matches you saw on the night, and it really wasn't. It ended up being like probably five or six, which is yep. for them isn't great. Again, there's a lot of reasons for it. You know, we talked about it, but um, th- th- those two are going to have a lot more great matches, though. Let's be honest. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and. But this pay-per-view, when you had all eyes on it, it's kind of one of those where they where they pull in Alex Rodriguez in the playoffs and just choke. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Or maybe like a Lamar Jackson. <laughs> or Lamar Jackson. Playoff that, Lamar. <laughs> that's even better right now. <laughs> I, just, playoff that's what I, thought, I just thought about so, it. So, uh, so we, get a, we, get the, we get a Josh and Ethan video. Kind of explains what we're getting into next. I had a feeling it was going to be a cinematic match Ugh. because he's wrestling his alter ego himself. Oh, but, dude, what the fuck did we watch, man? That was the drizzling, drizzling, drizzling. I mean, I, I'm just going to say 50 times over drizzling shits of all drizzling shits. Never impact. Never again. 
Please, I love Ethan Page. I love Ethan. Don't, please, never again. What it, the fuck did they do to Ethan Page? It was brutal. I, 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 dude, I don't know what else to say. I, I, <laughs> it, that was one of the worst things I've ever seen in pro wrestling. It was horrible. Dude, I sat here shaking my head like, like there's, there's about 10 minutes there that I'm never going to get back. Like, there's brain cells I lost that I'm never getting back <laughs> watching that. <laughs> and there's just nothing else I can say. It's like... And, and were, they try, were they trying to, like, capitalize what were they going? I, I, on, the, on the Cobra Cry, like, or, you know, like, cause it's so, so, you know, so <laughs> famous. Now. Like, I don't, I don't, I just don't know what they were going. But then the other day, brings up the Kumite, which is a blood sport thing. And I, let's be honest, I, I, we're older, Kumite. We get, if these, if if you're 16, 18, 22 years old watching that show, and he brings up no the cool. Kumite, you have no idea what no the cool fuck he's talking about. No cool. No I'm, cool. I'm sure there's a few out there with yeah. you know with Netflix and everything else, but let's be honest, you know, <laughs> with Kumite. Oh, I'm like, what? Wait, what? Dude, uh, I just put Ugh, what the fuck. Like I didn't even take notes. Yeah. It was just what the fuck. I just, but, I just. I'll, I'll tell you what. If you guys are listening, and you haven't watched this pay per view, and you plan on going back and watching it, I, I, I would tell you to always watch everything and get your own opinion. But you do, trust us. You're we going spare you. Yeah, spare you know. Get get up. Use the bathroom. Uh, get a cup of coffee, a beer, whatever you're drinking. Uh, smoke Shot weed. at the tequila to watch that. <laughs> Jack Apple. I don't know. Jack Apple. Whatever, yeah. whatever you're going to do. I just, I just downed something. Fast forward it. Man. Fast forward it. Shit. Oh, man. So, it, you know, that, if, that's, I mean, that's what they came up with for Ethan Page in his pay-per-view. Ethan. And, and, here, and here's the other thing. All wrestling promoters, this is not just Impact. Everyone. Except New Japan. Everybody else. Just because during this pandemic, a couple of these cinematic situations have oh, worked out. Do we God. do we need to double, triple, quadruple down and all do it? Do we need do we need to keep doing this? This is this to me it's not something new. Matt Hardy did this for you years ago. Years ago. And when you're watching Impact Wrestling, if you don't live up to what Matt Hardy did years ago, don't do it. So, don't do it, is what we're telling you. <laughs> Ever again. <laughs> Please! Oh. So then we get Don runs into Moose in the hallway. And Don does his Don thing and, you know, brings up, he's got him for two years and this and that. Pretty much threatening him to do the right thing and just doing it in Don's way. Moose tells Don that he, he plays to win. He wants the Impact title. And tells Don maybe he'll show up to AEW and take Kenny's title too. <laughs> <laughs> I chuckled when Moose said that. Hey, so, listen, if they're going to bring someone... But if they're going to bring someone over right now to wrestle Kenny Omega from Impact, I'd be okay with Moose even more than yep. Swan. Yep. Sorry, I just... <laughs> After what I saw tonight, yep, yep, yep. 
So that takes us into the didn't expect it to be, but the second best match of the evening. Eddie Edwards versus Sammy Callahan in a barbed wire massacre. And uh, when they went to the video to give you the background of this match, you know, they're doing that for a reason. <laughs> I'm going to set up the ring. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, my God. When they come back and pan into the ring and what they're getting themselves into. So, I had one expectation after seeing that. And then the match happened, and I'm watching this match, and I'm watching the story that these two are telling in this match. And I'm watching especially Eddie Edwards. is because those who have the, in the history know the background of this is Callahan has been a thorn in Eddie Edwards' side for years. Yeah, even yeah, even I know that. I mean, you right. watch, watch enough Impact pay-per-views are going to know that. Exactly. And so the storytelling Eddie Edwards did in this match was, was incredible. The, the bumps that these two took in this match were simply amazing. And I'll tell you, it's one of those rare times I'm watching a match and I'm expecting one thing, and I'm completely turned and surprised and at the end of the outcome, like, holy fuck, I want to watch it again. Wish. And I just enjoyed it, man. I, I thought it was the second best match of the of on this card, and I wasn't expecting it to be. There was a there was a knockouts championship match for the women's. I thought was going to take that second, at least that second spot. This match did that, and kudos to Eddie Edwards and Sammy Callahan. And if this AEW TNA thing keeps going, please. The wrestling gods above. I'm on my knees praying for for Sammy Callahan and John Moxley. Or even Can Eddie. We have that, please. Or even Eddie. Or even Eddie. Yeah, I, I, I will tell you. I'll tell you this. Uh, I'm going to differ with you a little bit. I, I think I thought this was the best match on the card. Okay. Um, I thought it told the best story. It did. Um, okay. You know. Uh, I'll, I'll, this is built over a long time, um, and I get the sense it's not over yet either. No! But when I looked at what they did, and they, they called it Barbed Wire Mayhem, and here's the difference between naming this match Barbed Wire Mayhem and the old school BS from earlier. This was Barbed Wire Mayhem. If you didn't see it, I'll try, I'll try to lay it out a little bit for you of what we saw. You had, um, you know... Uh, boards with barbed wire coming out of them. You had one side of the ring had a cage with barbed wire. Uh, you had barbed wire wrapped around the top of the ropes on some side of the cage. The other side of the cage had a chain and had weapons wrapped in barbed wire. A chair, a bat, which is Sammy's weapon, a kendo stick, which is Eddie's weapon, all wrapped in bat- barbed wire. An old school... Nintendo 64 controller wrapped in barbed wire. Um, they had, you know, barbed wire table outside. Uh, the barbed wire was everywhere. Um, and this this match was pretty brutal. I'm not the biggest deathmatch kind of guy there is. But I like the idea that it was barbed wire mayhem and they made it about barbed wire. 
And it was, you know, it, yes, all the different tools and everything, but they all had barbed wire. And it was all about barbed wire. They're wrapping barbed wire around their hands to punch each other. And they're, you know, hitting each other with barbed wire chairs. And throwing each other through, you know, barbed wire boards. And, and like I said, the barbed wire cage. And the barbed wire over the ropes. And everything else. And, um, again, uh, give the commentary team credit. They told the story the, the, the whole time. They hit all the, the bullet points you would want to hit. If you, if you weren't... Let, let's just say this is the first TNA or Impact show you've ever watched. You you know that these guys have been killing each other or trying to kill each other forever. Um, the the way they sold it, the blood coming down their faces, the, the yelling, the savageness. Um, I thought they told a great story. I thought it was the I thought it was the best match on the show. Uh, I probably will go back and watch that match again. Um, I and I it, it was I, I just thought it was that good. Um, uh, Eddie's, you know, I was, I was thinking about this during the match and think about this Eddie and, you know, the American Wolves Eddie Yeah, w- with Davey Rich. I mean, he's totally yeah. reinvented himself. Bro, totally reinvented himself. the hair, himself. everything yeah. else. Um, Put on some weight. And, 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 yeah. Um, and, and he's one of the, you know, one of these more badass type guys now that's going to have these kind of matches. Um, I could see Moxley fighting either one of these guys or both of them would be Please. awesome. I don't know that we're going to get all that. I, I'm still we're not. We're not. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're wishful I'm, thinking. I'm very, yeah, I'm very skeptical on that. So, um, right, it might be wishful thinking. But if if it was to happen, um, you could either one of them would work. Obviously, uh, yeah, man. Uh, this this match was awesome. I, I really it enjoyed it. It was fantastic. Uh, again, I it thought was it was the best match on the card. Told the best story for all those all those reasons. And I gotta say, the, there was only one one spot where I cringed, and that's some that's sometimes why I don't like the death matches things because there's always these spots where you like cringe. The only spot I cringed was it when is, he slipped on the chain. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when with Dude, the chain, he got his, lucky. He if he, lucky. yeah, uh, he could have gotten seriously injured uh, in that chain spot. There's a spot where it almost looks like Eddie's going to take the chain as, you know, guys will take a top rope choke. He's going to take it off this chain. That it, it, and, and the thing about the chain was it wasn't directly over the top rope. It was directly over the corner of the apron. So if he doesn't take that right, I mean, he's going down on the corner of the apron or all the way to the floor. And you yeah. can almost hear it in Stryker's voice on that yeah. spot where he was like, holy yeah. shit. You know what I mean? But other than that, yeah. most of the spots they did, um, you know, there was a couple ones that were pretty, you know, the, the one on the outside where Eddie was laying flat on his stomach. Oh, and, shit. And, um, and Sammy flipped the board upside down with the barbara on his back and then yeah. dropped an elbow on it. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, the, I, in my mind, I'm like, elbow. yeah, who, who did that? Who did that hurt worse, you know? Right. Uh, but but this was an awesome match. Oh, good yeah. good stuff there from both uh, of them. I I, I chuckled at the at what there was that one part where Sammy was on the was near the turnbuckle and he grabbed the Kindle stick and then oh good yeah and then and then and then uh, Edwards was at the uh, the other turnbuckle area there. He grabs the bat. They they they. 
you know, they, they get themselves towards <laughs> they, the middle yeah, of the ring. Yeah, they, they look at the weapon and make and eye contact. They look at the weapons and Edwards just, hand, just hands them, hands them the bat. <laughs> he takes the kindle stick. They beat the shit out of each other with the yeah. one. I, I love, I love how they're like, all right, that look, was fantastic. You got mine, I got yours. Let's trade, and then we'll fuck each other up. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. I, lo- well, I, I like that. Just that shit. Just and and I gotta say, I, I'll throw Sammy Callahan a little kudos. I only saw him spit once, and it is just one. Yeah, I, he only did once. Thank God, dude. Dude, it's that's literally the only reason why I hate. I hate that guy. He spits. Oh, it drives me crazy. He used to, he did it on the indies all the time. He does, ah, every time I see the guy, he's always spitting. I I hate that in wrestling. I don't know why that's a thing. Every now and then, you want to get a little heat, spit on a guy. Uh, it's still gross, but all right. But he just does it all the time, and it drives me crazy. Uh, there was there was another guy, Frankie Arion. Frankie Arion, Frankie Arion, who was on the indies, used to do it all the time too, and I hated him. I'm like, dude, stop spitting. Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, it, this has no... When you do it all the time, it has no effect. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, anyway, other than that, uh, great match. Yep, so that takes us into Kenny Omega video, how we got here to this main event, which, for me, this was the... I thought this was uh, one... You have one A, one B yeah. with Callahan yeah. and Edwards in this match. Uh, this one I, I, I put over because... Uh, one, it's Kenny Omega, but two, Moose stole the show, man. Yeah, he had a great Holy match. Holy shit. The shit that he did tonight. Like, I know he does it in other matches, but he took it to another level tonight, AC. Yeah, he did. I he really did. think, and, you know, granted, I don't know these guys, and I'm only looking from the outside in, and I'm watching this, but I think he wanted to prove that he deserved this spot. Yeah. And, and I think he went out there. And show that he deserved the spot that he got, that, that this opportunity. I mean, the shit he was doing, drop kicking guys off the top turnbuckle. Yeah, dude, his, eight, his, his drop kicks are doing that. Yeah, his drop kicks are amazing. They they have been since Ring of Honor. Uh, his athleticism is unparalleled. He's in dude, the best shape of his I've ever seen him in. Now, dude, he just uh, he got twenty pounds. Yeah, uh, impact. If I, I mean. I know they're doing the Rich Swan thing now. Nothing against Rich Swan, but th- that's your champion. I, I'm sorry, dude. Dude, hell yes! Tonight proved it. Yeah, I, I, I kind of felt it before, but definitely after tonight. Um, again, listen with Kenny Omega, his bar is so high. Yep. Uh, Kenny's bar is so high in a match like this. You're never going to get the Kenny you want to see, and I no. think that's part of it. And I think that's part of it. But it, it's it was nice. The guy you didn't even think was going to be in the match, the last minute replacement, Moose, who probably, hindsight being twenty twenty, should have always been in the match. Yeah, steals the show, and you know, and he's then totally he, stole the show. he had a great dance partner with uh, with the big LG over there. Uh, yeah. Doc Doc um, Doc had the Bullet Club on his on his gear. Kenny yep. came out with the Bullet Club shirt. I like to see sure. that. They were too sweet in each other. You love it. Um, listen, uh, the the match was was very good. Uh, it, it, yeah, it, I'll call it 1A. If, I'm going to call the other match 1 like I did, yep. but I'll call this one yep. 1A. Um, yep. Six-man tags are always a little bit different, too. Uh, you know, Carl's, Carl, uh, you know, you got, got those moves in. I just think sometimes with the six mans or, or, or and above that, 
you get that chaotic waters. Yeah. yeah, you get that chaotic feel to it. Yep. You know, yep. and it's almost like you lose a little bit of seeing Yes. Seeing the best guys because everybody's gotta get their stuff in. You know yep. what I mean? Um yep. But if you if they come back and say we're gonna get if you would give me the right now, if you were to say Kenny Omega is going to have one more match in Impact, and it my it, it, it should be Moose, but my guess yeah. it's going to be Swan. Now Swan. the right. big shocker of this pay per view was yeah. Swan Take takes it. the pin from Omega. Yeah. Now let me ask you this because we were we were I, I figured Saban would take the pin. I I would have thought that for to protecting your champ. Yeah, like. What does that do to your title? When compared um, to AEW, I mean, yeah, it, it, that, it's a good question, and maybe that's how perception, you play. You know what it does, but what maybe that's maybe that's what Moose says. You know, listen, little man, you got pinned. I didn't. I stole the show. I'm fighting Kenny Omega. You know what I mean? Like if that right. if I'm booking it, that's how I'm booking it right now. And and, and that may be what they're thinking. I don't know. Uh, that but that's how I'm booking it. Because I, w- I actually want to see Kenny versus Moose one on one now after watching that match tonight. After what? He um, did, after he and it is Kenny and this is nothing against like Moose. That? I always I've always liked Moose. Uh, and I and I've and, and listen if Moose left Impact t- tomorrow, I'd want to see him in AEW. Um, but after watching what we watched tonight, I now want to see Kenny versus Moose. Um, I have no I interest in Kenny versus Swan. Yeah, I have no I have no interest in Kenny versus Swan though. I really I don't, don't either. I don't either. See, I see. I look at Swan, and I'm like, "All right, you had your little title run. Now X division, go, <laughs> go back, go back you know? to X division. Exactly. You know, I look at. And I, and I listen. Rich Swan is very talented. I see Rich Swan. I see two two oh five live champ. That's all I see. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm with you. He's an Impact champ. You know, that's Moose all day, man. And I, I wasn't a big fan of him tonight, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm all in on him. I'm all in. I'm buying in. I put all my chips at the table. If I'm Impact, somehow get that, get that Impact title on Moose. You know, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you something about Moose too. Show man. This was back uh, Final Battle 15. I wish Edwards is on for this because he, he would attest to it. We're in uh, we're in Philadelphia, in the twenty three hundred, the ECW arena there, yep, yep. and and this is, you know, this is still kind of green moose, I guess you'd call him, um, and you know he was doing his moose, and that whole place was going nuts for moose back then, and he's a thousand times better now. Um, I, I, I'll tell you, I liked when when we watched a few months back. Slammiversary and everything else. That whole TNA, TNA championship thing, and he's yeah. he's obviously still doing it. He's a heel, you yeah. know, a dissuit thing, and he. I love it. I I, I love it. Um, so I'm all in on Moose right now. Yeah. Oh, I am. Oh, chips are all in. I mean, how many guys can say they stole the show from Kenny Omega? Yeah. I mean, how many I mean, fucking I, guys I, can again, say it's, that? It's rel- how many guys I, can say that? It's it's relative. You know what I mean? Because. Anytime Omega's in the match, you expect him to be the guy who steals it, but his yep. bar is so high, you know, the opportunity's there. Um, but, yeah, the one, the other thing I, I, I just wonder about, which is 
just to, I, I know I bring up weird things all the time, but this it just struck me as weird. All the goddamn Bullet Club shirts in the fucking world, and Kenny Omega wears the Halloween, the Halloween one. on January. Yeah, there, yeah, there's it's right. There's there's got to be something significant. I'm, something. And that's what drove me crazy. I'm like, what is significant about this shirt that and he wore? I, yeah, yeah, because he yeah. specifically wore a Halloween yeah. Bullet Club. Like, did, yep. it's so weird. Like, did he not have a Bullet Club shirt with him, and like it was in like Carl's bag or something? Like, and then we're just reading too much into it. But I'm like, of all the damn Bullet Club shirts in the world, you wear that. You know, Luke has his his he's got his whole Bullet Club fucking gear on. That's old school stuff he wore. Yeah, that was that was yeah, yeah. So that was what he was wearing when shit. He was wrestling in uh Wrestle Kingdom. He was wearing that gear. But um, I'm curious to know why he wore that. And you know, Tama Tonga is gonna have a lot to say. I'm I'm actually. Peeking on his Twitter, nothing yet. Nothing yet on Twitter. I'm gonna I'll peek on his Instagram real quick. Because you know that's one of the reasons why they did it is to piss him off. No, nothing yet from Tama. Yeah, nothing, nothing yet. So. so- so as you're, as, you're, as, you're, as you're scrolling there, so for me, Impact is, for me, it's a tale of two cities. I, I think they got the right mix for their main event talent. It's their undercard stuff that they got to keep, keep fixing to be a complete, a complete package there. You know, yeah, I mean, the, I think the there's top work. tier guys, they're top tier guys, they're good. It's that bottom, it's that undercard stuff that you need to clean up. Yeah, there's work to be done. Uh, of course, there's there's work to be done. Um, I think adding some talent may help them a little bit. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it's interesting with, you know, a lot of the guys who left, you know, you had guys go to... Uh, AEW and guys go back to Ring of Honor, you know, and although I don't mind seeing Bennett, you know, kind of re, you know, uh, you know, reunite with Taven and Ring of Honor, the miracle Mike Bennett and, and TNA and Impact from, you know, a few years ago when Corrigan brought him in was my favorite Bennett. And I'm almost like, yeah. damn, like, wow, he could be this, huge this, for this them character right would be huge right now. Though. Yeah, and again, it's you know ROH they're they're in a, they're in a weird spot too with the pandemic and everything else. So maybe you know maybe maybe it'll get you know they'll they'll be able to have fans down the road and we'll see more. Maybe they'll do more uh, Bennett with the mic skills. But are you know already I'm seeing Maria with bring us back to Japan and you oh, know yeah. I, I hate when his. I hate when his career becomes about her. You know what I mean? And I thought Impact was the only one back in the day, the Corrigan day, where they made it about him, at least initially. Um, So, you know, some things they they may have, like, missed the boat on a little bit. Uh, Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. But I think there's going to be other guys out there. 
that end up, you know, becoming free that Oh yeah. That oh, yeah. I mean I mean listen, uh, you know, when you when you think of companies being pillaged, um, you know, AEW there's a lot of that talent came from Impact. You know, yeah. you, the Lucha Brothers, LAX, yep. Cage, you know, um and, and probably yeah, the Blade, uh, other people they've could have gotten, you know, um could have they, you know they they may have kept them and gotten some of these other people that they're not going to get now, uh, yeah. So I mean, hey, listen, SCU becomes available, they could end they could have ended up in Impact as opposed to AEW. So you know, Impact in in that weird spot where you know you have AEW of NXT that just makes it so difficult for Impact and ROH. But I think Impact did. They're doing a decent job. They're, they're obviously they pushing a women's division. We give them credit for that. Uh, I, again, I'm not a biggest fan of women's tag titles, but they do have a lot of women's wrestlers, and they're trying to good ones. Know, put yeah, they're trying to push that. Uh, it's part of what they're doing, and I give them credit for that. So you know, this I gotta say, talking about it now after watching it, it did start off like damn. Forty dollars for this. This is the drizzling right. shits. But all in all, I would say I, I'm not blown away by the pay per view. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was decent. Was it was decent? C plus B minus for me. You know what I mean. My only thing is, is if Omega, you know, if Omega's gone and they don't have that tie to AEW, um, I don't know what sucks me back in to make. I always, it's weird. I go away from Impact, and then I hear they're having a big pay-per-view, and I go back to them. Because they seem to do a decent job of pay-per-views, and I never feel like this pay-per-view's horrible. Uh, and right. I didn't, and again, again, I didn't think tonight's was horrible either. But it, with, I don't know that I'd be watching Impact right now if Omega wasn't involved. Partly because the no fan thing, I can't do it. I just, it's hard. It drives me. If they put fans in there tonight... If there, if there was fans there and you got a reaction to a lot of the things that happened, that show probably levels up. Probably levels up. Probably does. You probably the other, right. the other thing too is I would have, I would have worked it out with Omega and AEW that Omega had his entrance. Yeah. <laughs> because that callous. Don Callis entrance for He almost sucked. sucked it up at the end. Uh, oh, it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> no, I, I, it started out started out um, like you. I was a little worried, but I enjoyed the pay-per-view. Um, to me right now, Impact Wrestling is that little engine that could. They're trying. They're chucking along. They're grinding. And I think that's what's keeping me... Is, is the fact that they're grinding. Hey, they're hard to kill, man. They're hard to kill. Exactly. They're still there. They're hard to kill. <laughs> That's why and... I love the name of the pay-per-view, because I'm like, it's true. They are hard yep. to kill. They yep. always, you and, know what? And, and, Every and, time you, you think they're done, they find a way. And, and, and of course, the Kenny Omega, my, my favorite wrestler, you know, of course, he's involved, so I want to watch, but they got something. And they still working with trying to get the rest of it, and you know I just uh, I like I like those companies, those little engine that could companies, and it's just you know 
Because right now, you know, I don't watch much WWE. I think a lot of it's the drizzling shits. I think they have more of the drizzling shits than Impact has. You know, it's just, <laughs> you know, it's just, they're good that WWE is doing is really good. And that's, you know, really Roman Reigns. But, yeah. uh, but no, it was, it was good. I liked it. Speaking, uh, speaking of WWE, before we yeah. get into uh, AEW sure. here, did you see they released the dates for the next three yes. WrestleManias? Very interesting, so huh? um I think it makes sense what they it does. did. It does. Um, Raymond James Stadium in Tampa uh, this year. Two days. Yep. It, uh, it makes sense on fr- from the standpoint it was supposed to be there last year. Florida is obviously one of the states Fuck, that's... I love that governor. We won't get into it, but I love that governor. You should run for president. Yeah, if we have an election in 2024. Uh, anyway, right. uh, <laughs> moving on from here. stole it from us, too. <laughs> okay. So don't, don't say that word. They're going to take us down. Oh, shit. Free, Oops. Free speech, right? <laughs> anyway, right. uh Oh shit! Can't say that. <laughs> Damn it! Trigger words, son of a bitch! I'm gonna have to edit this thing. <laughs> oh, censorship! Come on, man. Will you grow up and wear your mask? Anyway, hey, uh, before, before again, before we get to AEW, before I finish this mania thing, we got We got to send a shout out to our boy Joe White down there in Virginia. Uh, he's got the Rona. Uh, seems like he's doing all right. Fights. Seems like he's doing all right. We, you know, uh, but shout out to Joe White. We hope you're doing well. Yeah, you poor that clone. I hope you feel better. <laughs> and Joe made it very clear, very clear on his Facebook that he wore his mask the whole damn time this shit's been going on. So I'm just gonna leave it at that. No, say nothing else. Anyway, okay. WWE WrestleMania. <laughs> Two nights, Tampa next year makes sense. Fans, you know, they, they didn't have it last year. Yep. Then 2022, everything's bigger in Texas, baby. Yep. They're going back to Texas. Again, makes sense. Fans, bigger stadium, the whole thing. And they're saving Los Angeles where it was supposed to be in 2021 for 2023. Probably hoping that Gavin Newsom is out of office. Right. Because you have a midterm by then, and the governor is up for re-election. Yep. So you can have fans in L.A. by 2023. But anyway, so maybe Vince hasn't lost that much off the fastball. So I found that interesting. Um, AEW. Uh, we haven't talked in a couple weeks. Sorry for that, guys. But, you know, life gets in the way sometimes. Yeah, um, you know, work, holidays. You know, pretty- I've... You know, you had the Brody Lee show. I thought they did a fantastic job with that. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, the show was great. Uh, it was a nice tribute to Brody. They tied storylines into it. Uh, the uh, the uh, Dark Order had their, their day, in the, day in the sun there, which was nice to see. Um, and, you know, the couple moments that kind of, you know, got to you a little bit, you know, got you into feels. Um, even fucking even Eddie. Eddie Kingston's video, man, <laughs> dude. Eddie fucking nailed yeah, me him, hard. Him, Cody, uh, yep. yeah. Yep. Um, the kid, the whole thing. Yep. Uh, you know, give MJF credit. He's always in character, 
And he was an asshole to the kid, but that's who MJF's supposed to be. And he right. gave the kid his shine. He hammered on social media for it. Why? Hammered. Why? He took a fucking candle stick, stock, candle stick shot to the head. Listen. He if whipped you, if, the kid off. All right, I'm, I'm just going to say. hammered. Listen. Listen. That's fantastic stuff. Listen. You little wimps out there. And I'm, I'm going to use wimps because I should use another word. Stop crying about shit like that. It's pro wrestling. All right. The guy's a performer. Of course he did. Right. They flipped the kid up. You know what? For all of these people out there that bitch and moan about kayfabe being dead and nobody stays in character, and then when a guy actually does, you bitch about it. So shut the fuck up. Good job, MJF. Very good. And I'll tell you what they did. Tony Khan, kudos, one for the show. Having him involved... Having negative one involved setting up the matches, it was cool. Fantastic idea, but what they did, but yeah, Tony, what Tony Khan did with the title and retiring it, um, I thought that was, uh, I thought that was top notch stuff, man. Yeah, um, it was, it was classy. Um, It was so classy, you know. Yeah, it it was, was it was classy. I mean, listen, if if he hadn't done it, I wouldn't have killed him, right? Um. But it was, it was definitely classy. Now, now, this is one of these cases where we haven't seen at AEW in this spot before. And, you know, I, I thought they kind of knocked it out of the park, uh, yeah. to be honest. Um, and, and you know what? The other thing I'll give AEW credit for, this didn't get out. No. You know, uh, it, it questioning how many people knew. Um yeah. But this didn't get out, and I give them credit for that. Yeah. Um, for, for his family's sake, and yeah. Um, yeah. you know yeah. this 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 didn't get out. So give I give I get it was handled very well all around. Yep. I'm not going to get into these conspiracy theories out there and all this other shit that people are posting online. You know, I'm not even going to bring up what they are. Um, I mean, come on. <laughs> come on, I, I you, you, and you, you guys know what we're talking about. Come on, come on. It's, listen I, to the I, whole I question story. Their mindsets when they do that. Listen just... to the whole story. I mean, it's it's tragic. You don't understand it. I get it, and neither do we. You know, the guy the guy's taking a little time off. He's on his Peloton bike. Can't finish a workout. Tries to finish again. Can't. Goes to the hospital and never leaves. I mean, that's it's, you just. It, sometimes you hear about this happening in life, and it's always shocking. So right. this is, it's but it shocking. does happen. It does. Fortunately, it's very, it's shocking. It's terrible, but it, it does happen. Uh, there's, there, there's nobody to blame, as far as we know. There's nobody to blame, um, and it's just unfortunate, and terrible. Um, and then you had their, the, the last two weeks they did their New, New Year's, Year's smash. New Year's smash. Um, you know, uh, we'll be here all night if we try to break down every segment of both, Dude, both Kenny shows. Omega, Kenny Omega and Ray Phoenix, man. Do you guys see more? Yeah. Yeah. Holy uh, shit, very good man. match. And everything you expected that match to be. I got to tell you, though, I thought the end stole it, though. Yeah. Good Good Brothers coming out, kind of yeah. clearing house. Um, and then you, you, the Young Bucks come out. Yep. You know, the beatdown of Moxley and everything else. The Young Bucks come now, and then you see 
all five of them do the too sweet, and we're like, oh, well, you know, what's going on here type of yeah. thing. And, and you know, and that story kind of plays out into this week. Yep. Um, yeah. So for me, the things that stood out with with New Year's Smash 1, the two big things stand out in my mind. You had you had Wardlow go over Hager, which was a good match. Yep. Um, I was shocked how good it was. And again, I say this every time I see Wardlow in the ring. That is the future champion in AEW at some point. <laughs> I love watching that guy go. And you know, I'm glad he got over on Hager. And then and then obviously we just talked about a little bit was was you had Kenny Omega, Ray Phoenix, which Meltzer gave that a five star rating. Yeah, deservingly so. But those are the two things that really, honestly, for me, stood out for. I mean, Ray, Ray can. I mean, he's so good. Fucking amazing. (laughs) Obviously, we know Omega, but Ray, Ray's so good. And and you know the thing, I I agree with you about Wardlow. I like the match. Uh, Good to see him go over. Yeah. And then and then you know the other thing to point out was MJF in the locker room with Hager. Yes. Kind of siding up the hater here a little bit, yep. and we're yep. starting to see that be the theme. Yes, with uh, with the um, with the uh, what you call it, the uh, uh, inner, like inner circle buying into it. Yeah, because you have, you have uh, Santina and Ortiz giving yeah. them handshakes and hugs as well. Yeah. So whatever MJF is doing, it's working. Absolutely. Well, let's um, let's get into part two uh, this yeah. week's show. Why it's fresh in everybody's minds. We'll break it down a little bit uh, for you. Um, how do we kick off uh, this? Dude, this... we kicked off with a bang. Kingston versus the bastard Pac. Mm, great match, dude. This match was this match was this was a home run to start the show. Yeah, this. I they, mean... they, sometimes they really. I, I got to tell you, the first hour of Dynamite is always really good. Yep. We'll get into the second hour in a little bit because I have a lot of thoughts about that. But the first hour is so good, and and this is what a way to kick off the show. Um, I was looking forward to this match. I mean, obviously, I, all Pac matches you look forward to. Oh, all everything Eddie does is is, is a big deal right now. Um, good good stuff here. Good stuff here. Just just for his size, Pac is so believable, badass. He can yeah. kick anybody's ass. I mean, I mean, you and, and, and you know, Eddie, Eddie can go because just look at, just go back and look at the match and look at Pac's chest. Look like hamburger meat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Eddie chopped the fuck out of Pac. <laughs> I mean, if you talk about a stiff match, I mean, it wasn't all it wasn't all show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what's wow. The one thing that happened at the end of the match that I want to ask you about, um, we have Archer come out, and it, you, you see this. I get the feeling that we're headed for a three-way here. I think uh, you know, too. yeah, uh, it, which kind of makes the most sense. Yeah, I, I, but I'm getting, I'm getting the sense from Archer, which we're still not getting a lot of him yet. But are you getting the sense that he's outgrown Jake? I think he is. You know, Jake, Jake follows him out. Too slow. Yeah, it doesn't. It almost seemed like Jake didn't even know what was going on. Um, 
And I think we're getting a baby face Archer. Not the, your traditional baby face, but... Yeah, just like a badass guy. I a badass I, guy I, that I, maybe isn't a heel, maybe a tweener, maybe yeah, not a tweener. heel, maybe not a baby. And I think that's yeah. his best, that's, that's going to be Archer's best role. Listen, like, now now that he's comfortable and he's he's been in the States for almost a year now, being away from Japan and that stuff, he's acclimated back here. He doesn't need Jake anymore. He actually can talk on a mic for himself. Mm. So maybe that's kind of that's kind of where I was going here. Um, I don't know what you do with Jake, um, or you know if he has a role or not. I just kind of feel like Lance is outgrowing that right now, and I think they could do more with him, putting him on his own. Like you said, maybe giving him a mic, maybe putting him in that you know kind of that tweener role where. Maybe he's not a true baby, but maybe, you know, he's not just a pure heel either. Um, maybe him coming... Once the fans are in the stands, I guarantee you, people are going to be cheering for Archer. No, they this got it, role dude. of Archer going forward. All right, first of all, the look is great. The look oh, great. Oh, God, and I love The it. music. He's got the best fucking music. He's got one of the <laughs> best guys. Well, maybe second to Jericho's. Uh, you know what I mean? Like... But right. again, um, yeah. everybody dies. Right. I love exactly. that song. You know, I yep. love it. You know, I just love it. Um, the, the murder hawk monster and everything else. It's, it's fantastic. Um, another thing, Jake. I thought Jake did a lot from him when he first came in, but now yep. I think it's like, it's almost again like, why is Jake even there? Um, and and I, and I honestly and honestly I think I think part of the reason that Archer is not out there a lot is I do I do think there's something to the fact that they're afraid what Jake's going to say with that microphone in his hand. I, I think there's something to that. I, call me crazy, maybe I'm reading too much Possibly. into it, but I really think they're worried about what's going to come out of his mouth when they hand him a microphone, and and that's not beneficial to Lance Archer. Let's be honest. No, so, no. So it no. might be time to, to change some things up there. But I, I, I like this. I like interjecting Archer into this if we get to that three-way. I think it could be a big spot for Archer. Maybe he gets the pin over Eddie. Pac is pissed off, but he doesn't take a pin. It gives Archer kind of a signature-type win he kind of needs right now. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. Um, so, yeah. So that, that was good. Good way to start the show. Yeah, it was. It was, and you got Archer on there, too. Even if it, I don't care if it's 30, 40 seconds, the fact that he's on there, that's that's enough for me to keep it going. Yeah, as long as he's um, not sitting in the stands watching. Exactly, exactly. Um, second match of the evening, uh, we had Chuck Taylor versus versus Myro. I'm digging dude, Myro, bro. Miro, dude, I'm so I'm... fucking digging him. Like the Carney <laughs> shit that he said at the beginning. It's over, it's over now. It's so over now, man. <laughs> I'm dude. Th- he's, you know what? He's outworked that Carney thing. Oh, he, he did. Those, he's those it stupid out. comments he made, like, yeah. went away by his work. And, and oh. the other thing, too, is, like, I'm not the biggest Chucky e. T fan either. The one no, thing is, either. they're calling him a butler now. Yeah. Weren't they calling him, like, a young boy the week before? That's what it is. That's what it, that's what it is. It, yeah. It, it, it is, is that's what Myron did they, called Did, did they get some pushback? Yeah, but did, did they get some pushback from Japan on that or something? They okay. did. Because they, they changed it to Butler. So the I was Butler. like, they must have got pushback from Japan yes. on that. Yep, yep. And it's just, this is his, he is going to, yeah. So 
I'm just glad I saw him get the shit beat out of him. Now, <laughs> next, I want to see Myro beat the shit out of Orange Cassidy. This, this is what we got to get. We have to get this wedding over with because we need to get uh, Miro in some big matches here. Oh, I think He's... after this wedding shit, I, I so I I, 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 I love the ring gear. I love the ring gear. I love that he's just a bad. This guy. I this guy, when you know when Cody wins the title or something or, you know maybe even Kenny. I, I mean you wouldn't do it now because they're both heels obviously, and I don't like heel heel for titles. But, um, this guy's gonna be the title picture someday. I'll put the TNT title on him for now. Mate, you could do that. You could do that. You could get him in that picture for sure. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not saying rush it with him because you know you don't want to. I don't I don't want to see another. You rush him to the top and then he loses a match and goes yep. away for a while. I don't want to see yep. that for him. But th- <laughs> he was always on to something in WWE, and and they're on to something with him here. Yep, I 100 percent agree. He can talk. Yep. He got the look. He looks great with the gear. And there's no one on that roster, nobody, that you wouldn't believe that he could kick their ass. Right. There, there isn't. I mean, there's there, obviously there, there other isn't. guys that you could say the same thing about, and yeah. there's guys you can't. But you're you're you are not going to get the, you know, who's that little cruiserweight pushback. With Myra. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he's no. so... Oh, he's so good, dude. I, he's I'm, so fucking good, dude. I'm digging him. <laughs> I really Chuck am. gets his... I, I almost want him in. to steal Penelope from Sabian. Right, exactly. Chuck got a couple spots in, but, man, Early, Myra, yeah. Early then he fucked him up. long to make Chuck tap. <laughs> he beat the shit out of him. And that was booked the way it should have been booked, by yes, the way. Yes. 100%. 100%. Now, we go into... An interview with and it, Dasha. I'll tell you right now, I'm going to lose my mind if he loses to Orange Cassidy. Oh, I'm man. Gonna, I want him to I am going to... Dude, Look. if he loses to Orange Fuck Cassidy, I'm gonna, I will lose my mind on these airwaves. I'm Wouldn't be the first. Wouldn't be the first time. Oh, my God. I, I'll, I'll join you on yeah, that. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think there will be any arguments on this show for that No. One. I will join you. We're going to need about an hour. <laughs> That's how much wrath I'm going to We'll just call it the Fuck Orange Cassidy Show. <laughs> so, so I'm sure Edwards would be down 100. percent Oh, I'm sure too. Uh, so we go into dot with Dasha with Matt and Private Party, dude. It uh, uh, is this Private Party Matt thing weird to you? I don't like it. <laughs> I just don't get it. I, and now Hardy, like if Hardy's gonna become a heel, okay, cool, like. Fine, but the thing with the private party, I I, I don't understand. Now he's their manager. And he takes you sign him as a manager, and he tells you basically tells you sucker. Like I don't know, it's just so weird. It's this whole thing was weird. Yeah. Then we get into uh, then we go from there. We go to inner circles, New Year's resolutions, and I dug this. I normally don't dig what they do. I know I Titles. find it funny. Title. I like I liked this one because. This is where I wish I wish no. This Edwards told this this told the story. Yeah, and and I wish Edwards was on the show, not concocting some stuff up for 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 some future stuff. Uh, because between the three of us, I'm curious 
next week's this next week three way match they're doing to decide the tag team in inner circle. Who are you going with? Mm. Who do you think's walking out? Uh dude, I can see all, all right, three. So, yeah, I could. Well, let's let's break it down. Let's 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 re- reverse for a second here. Okay. Um, what they did in this resolution thing with Jericho saying that him and MJF are going to be tag champions. You have Santana going, oh. hold up, Poppy. Oh, the other thing too is I got to throw this in there because Ortiz makes me laugh. Ortiz is like Biggie. Remember Biggie yeah. used to do those yeah. gyrations in the background always to make you laugh. Yeah. This that's Ortiz, but he he does it in a different way. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna make my mom sofrito. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, what is he talking about? Right. It makes oh. no sense, but it's hilarious. Like when he did, did Ortiz, like with the orange shit fell down, and he was like falling out and trying to swim in it. Yeah, 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 Ortiz yeah. always does something that makes yeah, me laugh. He's a, he's a so when he guy. when he grabbed the microphone, he was like, I want to make my mom sofrito, and I'm just like, oh my god, this guy's fucking crazy. So that made me laugh. But when, oh, when Jericho said that, Santana says, hold up, Poppy. You you handpicked us to be yeah. the tag champs and blah, blah, blah. You know, what do you mean, bro? And that was – now Jericho said that, not MJF. So it's almost like the wedge is being – by MJF siding with them and then Jericho making these comments, you could see the wedge being dug yep. in there a little bit. And then Sammy says, hold on. We're the sex guys. How many times have we talked about this? Here, tag team slut, and he's not wrong. How many times have we said this? With sex guys, then he went with Hager. Now we got yep. Sammy and Hager. Um, I yeah, think Sammy Hager. I, I agree with you. You could see any of the three winning, but I think to get to the ultimate place they need to go with this, it's got to be Jericho and JF. Yes, and it's got to be in a way MJF causes dissension and him and Jericho to win, but they're blaming it on Jericho. Right? Yeah. So, this devious plan that MJF has, you know, which is obviously what he's doing. I mean, right? I mean, any common sense would be guessing that. Right. Right. He's, yeah, yeah, we're all family. I love you, Chris. Then going behind his back trying to steal his group. I think... That they'll win, and I think it's going to look bad on Jericho. I could Jericho, yeah, yep. But I do like Santana is taking a more aggressiveness lately. You know, it looks like he got a little, got a little more jacked up. You know, he, you know, he looks a little bit different. Yeah, it almost looks like LAX is ready to get back into this tag mix here. Down the road here. Yep. Of course, I got the fucking. Hiccup. No, I agree. Since the holidays, since after the holidays, you can see a difference in Santana. Yep. More serious Santana. Mm-hmm. So we go from that. We go to the uh, the back with Dark Orders with Alex. <laughs> Silver man <laughs> loves his Adam Page. And uh, and so next week, he, Adam Page is tagging with the Dark Order again. And they're all trying to pressure Page into joining. So next week, Hangman will let them know if he's in. 
I ask you, oh. given what they did with this Brody stuff and the spotlight that's on Dark Order, they got they got Adam Page here in a tough spot. Yeah, I mean, given his spot. given his reaction to everything. I mean, he's going to say no, right? <laughs> and, and and I mean, obviously, with Brody not being there and the Dark Order still being a thing, this is now 100% a comedy act, right? I mean, yeah, it doesn't seem to be very cultish or dark anymore. You know, unless you're going to remove Silver and, you know, especially Silver. Unless you're going to remove some of these guys out of it, it's very... Comedy-ish. Um, Adam saying, I'll let you know after the match or whatever. Uh, he's at the bar. I have a feeling this is going to be a no. Um, I think at some point he's going to be re-injected into this elite bullet club situation you got going on here. Uh <laughs> There's not a lot of resolution there yet, so you would think he'd be back in that. Um, I think this is just, he got pulled in, they pulled him into this Dark Order thing to give him something to do. Uh, I don't don't foresee him joining the Dark Order completely. I don't know about you, but I don't see don't. I don't either, but... Uh, I don't. This, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I don't see it. Like I can see him joining and then him changing, and changing the name or changing the direction, changing the characters. I, I don't know. Now, I think but, there's. Do, again, when I looking at the way AEW does things, so to speak, the most logical answer is usually the answer. Yeah, and everything that seems to have a lot of moving parts is usually not the answer, right? And not that I disagree with you, not that I, I think with Brody being out and everything that's happened, it may be a good idea to move away from this huge cult like faction, and maybe just like we talked about, um, you know, on the last show where um, Grayson and and uh, Evil Uno are the Dark Order tag team and it's just them, I think that would be a good idea to go in that direction and maybe they can, but I don't necessarily think they need to bring Adam Page into the situation to get it there. Yeah. You know? And I think I think that it, it's going to give him some kind of match. You know, maybe... maybe and listen, they might not even be thinking about this, but AEW, I'm going to give you a great idea here. Adam Page denies going into the Dark Order. Adam Page's match at the next pay-per-view is a gauntlet match against five, six members of the Dark Order. Why not? Why not? You know what I mean? Like, one after another after another. Why not? That might be cool. And then you get him back into the title picture, the, the elite picture. Maybe the Bucks come calling on him. You know, we'll get into that situation later in the show here. Uh, I just don't... Him joining the Dark Order now just... It's weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I, 
I could see a couple ways out of this. Like I said, maybe a gauntlet match would be a good idea. Would be cool, something different, something they haven't done. Um, but I don't, I don't know how him joining it makes a lot of sense. But hey, you never know. Yeah, it's just the whole the whole thing is weird. Yeah. So we go into we go into a Darby and Cage video, just how we got to where we are with that situation. So then we have Dasha with the Elite. And Kenny, I've watched. I well, it's watched Kenny. It it's Kenny. It's Kenny the Bucks. Kenny Bucks. And and it's and it's uh, Cass. Yes. Right. And, and they're get, they're getting ready. They're getting ready. To they're getting ready to go out for. Yeah. Yeah. Kenny goes. Let's play the old music. Let's play our music. Don goes. No. 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 You have your entrance. Yeah. And I love and, the Young Bucks music. Yeah, and I love... right. You're the so, Young Bucks. I love your music. Right. And it's like, why are they doing this, right? So, yeah. So we get Kenny Omega's entrance. Well, no, you didn't You didn't get the Kenny Omega entrance yet, did you? Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, Callus came out first, didn't he? And then Callus grabs the mic after Kenny Omega gets his entrance from... Justin Roberts. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're, and, right. you're right. Yeah. And you think you're getting the Young Bucks. Well, he gives, Callus gives the the speech that. Yeah. These are Kenny Omega's two best friends in the world. And it's. The Good Brothers. <laughs> Wild. Talk about anticlimactic. I was like, wait. While, right? While they have a little... thought I put on a T there. (laughs) Right. While they have split screen Tony Khan with the Young Bucks standing there looking on. And Matt is like, okay. All right. All right. I see what you're doing here. And and, and Tony Khan has just got this look in his face like, this motherfucker. (laughs) Get it to me again. Yep. And it's versus Varsity Blondes. And Danny Limelight. I'm digging the Varsity Blondes, though. I got to tell you, I'm digging them. And there's a couple spots here. Limelight looked pretty good. Yeah, but no, I'm digging. I'm digging the Varsity Blondes. And obviously, you know, you can't be surprised what Don calls the elite get the W. And all of a sudden, you get Mox music hits. So Mock takes Mox is taking forever today to get down to the ring as he always does. Gets down there, three will beat up on him, he does and then he turns into Super Mox. <laughs> which I can tell you, you're you're, you're so me. you're so annoyed by it. I can tell I can hear it in your voice because you hate Moxley. I can hear <laughs> oh, it in dude. your voice, dude. <laughs> I so fucking hate the super the super Moxley character. He's not this fucking good. He's okay, but he's not this fucking good. <laughs> anyway, so then, so then, then the luchas come down. How this is AEW gets this is the brain freeze headache I get. Yeah, uh, yeah. I when I saw the luchas come out, I was like, wait, what? Why are the lucha brothers out here? And it's like the brain freeze headache you get when you eat ice cream too fast. You get that, 
That this is this head. is them. What they always do, they always mucky the water, and it means nothing. They they wanted to get they wanted to get to something here, and they knew they could get there. But they they also wanted this, the Lucha Brothers to say, "Hey, we're still here," you know, type of thing. Right, because they want the titles from which doesn't make sense. But from Bucks, the Bucks. But, oh yeah, you're right. So. So it so you get you I hey get listen the, I'm I'm still waiting as we all are for 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 Ray Phoenix and the Lucha Brothers to go after FTR considering they ripped this fucking mask off. I mean we've been waiting for that one for how long? Oh my fucking god. Okay. Oh. So so after the Luchas come out then they get to the, they're tussling. Then the locker room comes out. Yeah. All right. <coughs> Sorry. Oh. White House has been hanging out with White, so we gotta we gotta make sure he's all right here. <laughs> down the wrong pipe. Come down. Yes, the young bucks come down. And to tell the luchas to chill out. Oh, Kenny, to tell him. I'm sorry, not Kenny. Moxley, to calm down. And then the luchas <laughs> super kick the box. <laughs> And they got Don taking Kenny out of the ring. Dude, what the hell? Yep, and then, you know, the so commentators. So, yeah, sometimes they get a, they do a little too much with this. There's too many, like, locker room clearing, too many, you know, side stories and this and that happening while it's just like, just get to the point here. Uh, just get to, you know, stick stick to the goal here. Uh, this other side story crap, you know, we could do without. Um, yeah, uh, listen, the brawl the week before was very good. This one was, eh, I, I don't know that we needed it. I think, I think what they did before the match was enough. Right. Maybe just having the Bucks come out to confront them afterwards would have been enough. But it almost seems like it's always late to the party here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the Bucks are always, they come out, but they, they come out so late all the time. It's like, what? they should have been the first ones out there. Why are they yeah, not the not first luchas. ones out there? Yeah, or they should have been out there with Moxley. I mean, what, you know, listen, I, I, you know, I, I'm not a genius all the time, but Moxley and the Bucks first, Kenny and, that's and where we're Good at. Brothers, like, like I mean, if that's not where you're headed, why are we doing this? You know? <laughs> And which again, it's AEW, so who knows what they're going to do? But um, yeah, uh, <laughs> I'd love to say that was the, the worst thing we saw in this, you know, ten twenty minute time period. But <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. As we move on, it gets it gets worse, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh, it gets. So as much- as we head into the nine o'clock hour, here we go. Now, now this is the part of the show for the next forty minutes where I was I wanted to punch myself in the face and smash my head through the window because I'm like, what is going on with this show? You just you, literally until that brawl, they booked an hour of very good TV, very good. There was good matches, there was good storytelling, there was good things going on. The whole thing. They set up some things. And again, a couple question marks. Of course, that's always going to happen. But that first hour is very good. And then it's like, all right, just take a baseball bat and hit me in the balls. 
Here we go. Dude. Uh, let me preface this by saying Breaker, they need, they need no more. No more. <laughs> every time, every time I try to give that, or we try to give them credit for things they do at Brick Baker, they take a month to just bury it. And and as soon as I heard this waiting room with Cody, I'm like, oh, this is going to be the drizzling shits. I knew right away, as soon as they say it was going to happen, I knew it was going to be bad. And it was worse. It was even worse than worse. So, so Britt comes out. It, it was so bad. Cody's jacket. Cody, please retire that green jacket. What were you wearing, bro? All right, go ahead. And so, so Britt comes out. She has her digs. Digs, you know, there's three famous. She's talking about the show he's on. There's three famous judges and Cody. Yeah, but the big show or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. And I'll tell you this right now. They could promote that show for the next two months. I will never, ne- underline bold letters, never turn that show on. Right. You know what? And then she's like, Shaq or Sting, pick one. She digs out. She takes a shot at her at his tattoo on his neck. <laughs> and, the, and, you know, she he, Cody comes out, basically says to Cody, kid will have an action figure before me. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I actually thought that was very funny. That was pretty <laughs> funny. And this dude, this J-chick. Dude. Can she be more annoying than Big Swall? I don't think so. But she's pretty close. Talk about how her and Shaq, this, that, and everything else. Taking shots at Brandy. Then smacks Cody in the face. Like, dude. This chick doesn't... I don't care what if she was a bodybuilder or not or whatever. I don't care if Shaq's... Her manager or whatever Shaq is, dude, what the fuck is this chick doing? I don't get it. The whole segment was stupid. The best part of it was so I, have, I, I got a little. I, I looked up a little info on the Jay Cargill, this chick here, and I, when you you'll find out why she's in AEW when you hear who she's trained by. So she was trained by A.R. Fox. Shout out A.R. Fox. Dustin Rhodes, Heath, and Q.T. Marshall. Okay. And so, so she's, she's from, from the, the, the Vero Beach. Yeah, Vero okay. Beach, Florida. Okay. Uh, you know, the whole thing. So, so she's part of that whole, their whole deal there, which is probably why she, you know, got, you know, got in there the way she did. Now, yep. she's fucking jacked yeah man. like legit jacked like there was there was a point watching her the other night and just seeing how big she was next to cody yeah i almost got the thought like is this another nyla, nyla rose now she totally looks like a woman so i was like i don't even know what so I, that's the only reason why i found this information because i actually looked it up because not that women can't be that jacked there's plenty of them that are but it, she's yeah. Like, like she, yeah. if you were going to do, you know, the intergender wrestling, like she could definitely wrestle the guys. 
Right. You know, she's 5'10", Jack ripped up. You know, I almost, you know, that's why it made me think that that could be a possibility, which it's not. Whatever. But uh, anyway, that little, the girl they have going out there, uh, what, what the hell is her name? Um, Velvet Red. Velvet Red. Red Velvet, something like Red, that. Like, to me, reality steps in, she should kick her ass. Right. <laughs> she should probably fight Cody. It's whatever right. I'm going with all this. Um... I, I get that they set it up with Brandy, then Brandy comes out, she's pregnant, and the whole thing. To me, just leave it alone. Now, does this Jade, maybe she has a place, maybe she doesn't, we don't know. I think putting her in this spot does more damage than good. Because it was so bad. And it wasn't just her that, the whole spot was bad. It wasn't just, I'm not putting it on her. It was just bad. You know what I'm saying? And... Yeah. I don't know if this is the right way to... Yeah, you want to introduce her with Brandy like you were doing before? Okay, that that whole thing became out of the picture. It wouldn't be the first time that AEW started something and walked away from it. They've done it many right. times, especially with Brandy. You, you know what I mean? And I think right. that's where they should have went here. Keeping her involved with this Cody thing with the Shaq and everything else, ah, I just don't know. I, I just don't know if, there's, if it's the right way to go. Um... Maybe building her up with some in ring, um, you know, you know, get get her getting her some wins, or getting her just getting her a couple matches on it on on dynamite where you could kind of see that she could work or whatever. Uh, but beating up little Velvet Red, I don't know that it's gonna do it either. It, this whole spot was just bad. It was legit yep. the drizzling yep. shits. It was drizzling all around. From from Cody wasn't good in his spot. Britt Baker wasn't good in his spot. Her 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 assistant there was horrible in the spot. It's it's a stupid interview spot to begin with. We the one thing we learned about Britt Baker in these spots with the microphone less is more. <laughs> so that if you want to do one of these interview spots, get put the microphone in the hand of somebody that's good at doing it. It's not her. You got you to know who's good at doing what. And you can't you can't figure out that Britt Baker isn't good at doing things like that after all this time. She definitely is good at some things. Do, do the things with her she's good at. These long spots with her on the microphone, they, get, they go from bad to worse all the time. Now, how could they not see this? This has been going on for a year now. <laughs> or yeah, more. I don't know. But she's, she's awful. And the best part of this whole segment was when Thunder Rosa had her video pop on the screen. Yeah, but they could have done that. Why not just do that? Then they, that's again where you get into these, they have these big spots. Now you just did this. You just did this. You had the locker room clear. You had the Moxley and and Omega, the Young Bucks coming out, the, 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 the Lucha Brothers. You had this big spot that's so much going on and it could get confusing. Then you follow up with the next segment. Too much Britt Baker. Not a good, great spot for Cody. Not a great spot for this Jade. Then you have all this other stuff going on. And then the next thing you know, Thunder Rose is on the TV. And I'm like, I literally, literally said out loud to myself in my living room with nobody else here. What the fuck is going on? And I meant it. Yeah. Yeah. It was awful. 
And so they're wrestling on February 3rd. And I hope Thunder Rosa beats the shit out of Britt Baker. Oh, you're off Fucking the train, squash right? match it. <laughs> I think Britt's going to win, to be honest with you. Oh, my God. It's going to piss me off. <laughs> piss me off. So there we go from that. <laughs> so your favorite. Marco and Jurassic Express versus FTR. Like, all right, trifecta here, man. We're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have a tag team match. FTR, great. I love seeing FTR. Jungle Boy, fine. Put Luchasaurus in there. Why is Marco stunt in this match? Please, he's like a child. How? Like, I, I hate to I hate to beat a dead horse, but they keep making me beat a fucking dead horse. Marco stunt should not be wrestling on any promotion anywhere under any circumstances. Find something else for him to do. If you want me to take you seriously, if you want me to suspend my disbelief, if you want me, you know, to pretend it's a real fight or whatever else, Marco Stunt's not fucking doing it for anybody. My <laughs> daughter can kick Marco Stunt's ass, okay? I don't, I don't want to see Marco Stunt in a ring versus FTR ever, ever again. I don't know how many, I can underline it, bold figures, whatever, repeat. So we get Marco flipping off birds left and right. And then we get Marco Ugh. trying to slap Dax. Okay. And then you get the, you know, the, your, your banter going back and forth. My favorite part of the match is when, when Tully fired him into the fence. So, so coming out, so going in, so going into the break, FTR gets advantage in the match and that was it. Sayonara. You know, your your spot that you just brought up. Uh Tully throws him in, pushes him into the, the uh pushes him into the uh, turnbuckle post and <laughs> Jungle Boy gets thrown into the guardrail and get back in the ring, they do Dude, their thing, he, bada he, boom, bada bang, and he, we get FTR for the W. He was so he's so small and so light. They couldn't even do their finisher right on him. Right. It was like they were. Do- Could you imagine? Like you're you're like in your room, pr- like practicing with a pillow. That's what it looked like. <laughs> Did your pillow probably weighs more? <laughs> Did. So then we go into the NWA Women's Championship: Serena D versus Ty Conti. God, I don't get enough of Ty Conti. Oh, God. God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Dude, the future is oh. bright with Ty Conti, let me oh, tell you. Yeah. Oh bright my future, god. Pal. It's shiny, pal. Yeah, bright and shiny. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, 99 <laughs> and Ty Conti. That's all I need. Those <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> It seems she's to be not bad, man. No, she's, she's not. She, she's not. And I'm not, I'm not trying to not. The match was pretty good. Serena Deeb's good, the yeah. whole thing. But yeah. again, this is like the anticlimactic in the. It's just it's just the flow of the show. Um, I think the it would almost be better served if you get that match in there a little bit earlier. It's, this match should have been in the first hour. With all they the always stuff. they always try to take. Like these ladies' matches, it's you're now you've had some, you just had some bad segments 
that we think are bad. Yeah. A match that is a fucking throwaway, even though FTR's in it. And now you put the women in it. While now, I, now I'm solely waiting for the main event. I don't care what happens. And they always put the women's match in this spot. And speaking of women's matches, I got I got to reverse back to week the to the first week of this New Year's bash or whatever. Yeah, New Year's crush, whatever the fuck they called it. They did exactly what Edward said, and we and we agreed with, and we we believed would happen with Abaddon and 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 um, Sheeta. Yeah. They they just Abaddon like who cares now, right? You know what I mean. And not the only thing, the, the two weeks or a week before Abaddon chews her neck off. She has yeah. no there, there's no bandage. There's nothing. And if she brings on the ring. She chews her neck off again. It's a little bit of a you'll probably see Sheeta next week. She'll be totally fine. No no marks. No no bandage. <laughs> like come on, could you just sell it a little bit? And not right. only that, this there, there's no monster effect anymore. No. There's no monster effect Paint anymore. The beast. Yeah, it's a, it's it's done. Get her out of here. Don't want to see her now. It's unfortunate. They, this is not the right way to do these things. Oh man, when are these companies going to learn? It's all of them too. They they develop monsters and they ruin them all the time. Yeah, they went to Abaddon Serena too fast. Uh, Sheeta too fast. Yeah, they did. Oh, Sheeta. Yeah, Sheeta. Oh yeah. God, pal. Thank God her neck isn't ruined, pal. Oh, yeah. Bite her neck off. <laughs> Cosplay. Oh, <laughs> but, yes, the, uh, but, you know, she, she, Serena gets the W, but I'll tell you what, man. Ty Conti, she's got some, she's got a nice little arsenal of moves she can put together. Oh, and when she gets yeah. all this put together, she's oh, got, got her arsenal. backside. Whoa. Holy shit, that ass of hers. Backside man. arsenal. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, the, 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 oh. oh, that's a spice yeah. of life right there. God. Oh, anyway. Yeah. So. I'd like to so show her my future arsenal. Is, yeah. Future is bright for Ty Conti. Oh, my God. Yes, it is. <laughs> so. So we go into. They go into a clip for what's coming next week. And next week's card. Does not look too shabby, I must say. So next week we get, we already spoke on it. We got Ortiz and Santana versus MJF and Jericho versus Sammy Hager. Uh, for those who don't get the, the, the gist on Sammy Hager, that was the lead singer, one of two lead singers of Le- of uh, Van Halen. <laughs> Which, we met, yeah, we didn't even bring that up when... Right. Uh, so, when Jericho goes, Sammy Hager, nobody gets it. <laughs> no, yeah. And so so I thought that was a really good uh, good job on the tag team, Sammy Hager. So then we get uh this one looks to this one looks has some promise. Uh Matt's Matt Seidel and Top Flight versus uh, Matt Hardy and Private Party. I think that match is gonna be pretty good. All right. Uh, we get uh Hankman in the Dark Order versus the Hybrid Two and Chaos Project. That's gonna be one cluster fuck. Oh, uh, we're gonna get an update on oh, Naya. That, that has Rick Knox or Aubrey written oh, all God, over Rick it. Rick Knox, guarantee it. We're Maybe gonna... Aubrey now. All right. And so Myro, we're gonna get an update on Myro and his new butler. And we got Nyla Rose fighting Layla Hirsch, Leela Hirsch. And I'll tell you what, they're doing a raw deal. And I know I said this before. 
They're giving this Layla Hirsch. <laughs> she's getting a raw job. <laughs> she's jobbing like a motherfucker. <laughs> she's actually good in the ring. She's just short. And it's like, keep fucking. Why, why do they do that? And it's just. <sighs> you know, anyway. Can, can I tell you the truth about her? You know what she reminds me of? Willow. You ever see the movie Willow? Yes. She can star in Willow. <laughs> and then John Moxley. <laughs> he just, he's like, I'm moving on. on. <laughs> it's going to be an action next week. I can't fucking wait. John Moxley? Yeah. Your buddy. Your favorite. Number one wrestler in the world, right, pal? Fuck. What the hell is that begging? <laughs> What pagan? Oh, oh, that? Oh, I was just tapping on something. Oh, yeah. Just talking about John Moxley. It's loud in the microphone, brother. (laughs) I I wasn't even there. I apologize. So, and just, you know, get my frustrations out talking about John Moxley. So, (laughs) busting your ass. So now we go into the main event. I got to tell you, this was a very, I thought it was a very, really good main event. We get Brian Cage. Versus Darby Allen for the TNT title. Taz is at the commentary table. Because, uh, uh, as we learned in the match, only two could be at ringside. Ah. So, um, I didn't get your thoughts on this. We didn't talk about this. But what do you think of the TNT title now on the black strap? I think I it's pretty good. I like it. I like it. Um, I, I, I like it. Yeah, it looks it looks good. I like it. Um I'm glad they didn't do what they, you know, get, you know, retiring the title with Brody in the way they did. I'm glad they didn't go back and make it the same, you know, just make another belt. Yeah. Um, yeah. They made another belt, but they didn't make it the same. So, right. I'm cool with it. I like it. Um, I love this match. I really did. I, I thought did. this match was booked the right way. You no. know, Cage is throwing, literally. Dude. He threw him. He threw him from the ring, through a table, through the announcer's table, table, like twenty feet away. He literally he threw Darby all over that arena, basically, uh, for the first part of that match. And I think that was the way to book it. And then Darby, you know, Darby made his comeback and everything else. Um, The coffin drop onto the steps was cool. Um, yeah. obviously, yeah, like I said, the spot where he flew through the table, but you and know, Cage was methodically, Cage. you know, Cage is very athletic and he could do those athletic yeah. moves, but I like the idea in this match when you're a hundred pounds heavier, hundred pounds of muscle heavier than your opponent, you methodically like beat his ass. And, and I thought that Cage did that great for the beginning of, you know, the beginning of the match. And I liked, I like Taz added something to the commentary for that, but again, Having a three-man booth and always adding the fourth guy, they're almost like waiting for the next guy to like, okay, you go now because we haven't, you know what I mean? Like there was a point I was like, is JR still on commentary? Then I heard his voice again. It was just, it's just too many yeah. voices. Yeah. But Taz, Taz did do a nice job there. Um, Taz and Taz and Jericho are the only ones that can do an okay job with it. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, Kinnison- I mean, Taz, Taz has a lot of. Experience announcing, so that helps. Kingston's okay, but sometimes you get lost listening to them Mm -hmm. and not paying attention to match. Mm -hmm. But there was one spot where after 
he tosses them through the table. And then they go up the stairs a little bit. And then he freaking suplexes them back into the ring. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. Just that was shit. And then he power bombs them out of the ring. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, onto the onto the uh, onto the stairs there. Power bombs them out of the ring. And then it, the kids kicking out at one again. I just thought there was good storytelling in this. Yeah. And then and then you know and then you get Darby. He tries to tie tie his his legs with the belt there. Thought that was that was pretty. Uh, yeah, pretty it was something different. different. Something different. Something different. Yeah. And then. You know, Darby gets the near pin. Doing something to change the advantage, you know, type exactly. of thing. Exactly. Just doing something he can. That, he did, that Destroyer he did was awesome. Was. It was. Awesome. And then, and then you get, you get, uh, you get the near pin. And then, you know, then you see Ricky's trying to get involved. Sting comes out. And Sting hits Ricky with the bat. One thing they did that I liked is they got Sting out there without doing the whole entrance. I've been waiting for them to just go black and then Sting shows up. Because I yeah. think that's where you got... I, yeah, the entrance is cool, but I think it's overkill sometimes. And yeah. I like that. It, it just went black and Sting was there. I was like, perfect. Yeah. And then he yeah, hits, like you know, gets Ricky with the with the bat and everything. Yeah, take, Ricky sells it well. Darby gets the gets that, that quick that pin. Taz is pissed. Powerhouse comes out. And the show ends with Sting staring daggers into Team Taz. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was a good way to end the show. First hour was uh, I, I, I thought it was fantastic. Then they went in this drizzling shit dive. That forty minutes, there was like forty minutes of drizzling shits, and then and then they, and then the main event was good. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Carried that last hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so was, what do you what do you, what do you make of this stinging, Darby? What do you make of it? <laughs> I you know what I think I don't know. I honestly I don't know. I think I think you know Edwards brought it up the three way where Sting could be in a match, but he's kind of protected. I could kind of see that maybe happening. You know, maybe maybe it's more of a tag match. Maybe it's. Ricky and Taz. Oh, I don't know if Taz could really go. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, it's it's interesting to see where they go with that. I mean, Sting. This is the first time he really got physical. I mean, obviously it was like you know two back strikes, right? Uh, to 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 Ricky. Um, and and again, I want. I just want to say something. To, um, Ricky Starks. Uh, Britt Baker wants her pants back again. Uh, but <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <Where's> the fuck? <laughs> anyway, um listen, I would say overall it was it was a good dynamite. Uh again, the first hour is great. Very good. Maybe not great, but very good. But then you know, you get your jizzling shits, you get your it just it just seems to be the way they flow it. Um, we get Sting at the end. Um, again, I'm all for I, I'm all for Omega closing most of these shows, given who he is right now. But in this one, I'm okay with the way with Sting being at the end, with the TNT title match being at the end, given the yeah. fact that you had the title match the week before. And this is a this 
Cade, this whole, you know, Taz, you know, Team Taz versus Darby has been built for a long time. Yeah. So putting that in the main event, I, I I don't think was a bad thing. So you know I could live with that. So other than that, it was it was it, you know it was a good dynamite, and we'll you know we'll see how this week goes. There's some good stuff, and you know we'll see where they go with things. You didn't get you didn't get a Young Bucks appearance on the uh, pay per view for T- for Impact, which I thought you might. I thought we were too. Yeah, I thought you might get that. You didn't. It still seems to be Kenny and the and the good the, the crossover is Kenny and the Good Brothers. Kenny and the Good Brothers. That seems to be the crossover. You don't it, you don't see anybody else crossing over yet, and I don't know that you're going to see any more than that. Um, I don't think Kenny's crossover to Impact is over. I mean, he just pinned their champion. You've got to feel like that wouldn't end there. So maybe we'll get some more. You know, maybe we'll get some some more, you know, information as far as that goes. Um, and of course, your Callus is still going to be involved. Plus, I would think you're going to see the Good Brothers, given that they've already wrestled on AEW. I think you're going to see them, you know, either in a three way or maybe it's them versus the Bucks in some way. Uh, yeah. I, I think you're going to see that happen. I think that's where we're headed to. Whatever form, either six man or a tag, but I think that's where we're headed. I have to agree. All right, we have a few minutes left. We're gonna we're gonna jump off of AEW and Impact for a second, and I know it was you know a, a while ago now, but Wrestle Kingdom did happen. Uh, there was a lot of fans there, not a lot of noise because they can't cheer; they can only clap. Um, you know, a lot of big things happened. Wrestle Kingdom. Um, you know, just get a co- what stood out to you over the uh, the couple days of the Wrestle Kingdom uh, stuff uh, here? Stood out for me was um, night one. You had uh, Okada and Will Ospreay. Yep, that was a fantastic match. There and I think I'm, dig- I'm digging this new Osprey character, dude. I do. You would. I told you this. Yeah. He started this heel turn back in G1. I like end of G1, and with the help of Okada, I think Osprey has taken that that next step. That you really, you know, he's not a junior heavyweight anymore. Yeah, you know, he fits um, in. He fits in. Yo, um, that match stood out. Uh, um. And uh, obviously, Ibushi and Naito to close the show night one of course. was fantastic. Um, I would I would throw in the you know uh, Girls of Destiny. Oh, that um, match was win, awesome! You know, winning the titles from yeah, and, titles, um, that was and String Bean. Um, yeah, uh, Tama using the uh, the claw against Taichi. Yep, yep. He actually stole it. He took it back to the U.S. with him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <exactly. laughs> I thought it was funny. But Girls Destiny, seven-time IWGP Heavyweight yeah, Tag Championships. Awesome. Uh, they, they went out and stood on the top of the dugout there in the Tokyo Dome, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a Tai Chi fan. I'm not, a, I'm, not a, uh, I'm not a Sabre Junior fan, but I'm much more. They brought of a, it, man. 
I'm, it was the match was very good. I'm much more of a God fan. Um, I actually thought you know, kind of a a, a, a match that you know you might forget about because it was so early in the show was uh, was um, Haramu Takahashi oh, versus uh, versus um, shit. El Phantasmo. Yes, El Phantasmo. That match was awesome. It was a little bit yeah. long for being that early in the yeah. show, yeah. but that match was really well. Good. I, I I sent you a text about about uh, Takahashi, and I and I said, "Can you name me right now five more guys that are better than him?" Nah, you can't. You can't, dude. Nah, he, he, the, dude, he's he had an outstanding two days. I would say three or four years from now, he's going to be main event in Wrestle Kingdom. I have no doubt. After- he, he, he's he's taken the natural progression. The neck yep. injury slowed it down a little bit. Yep. But he's he's on his way. Pound for pound, I can't name five guys that are better than Takahashi. I can't. They, they're, they're, it's not there. Right. He he. That Fantasmo match was really good. And then the next the next night, him taking back the title. That match was good. Yeah. I mean, there's there's there, switch it this way. There's a point. The point should be made that there was only two guys that wrestled twice that night. Two. Yeah. Yeah. It was and right and now, those two are the best. Well, well, right, they're the best right now. You, and, you'll and, and, you'll and, see yeah. what what they think about uh, Haramu. Um, in the next few G ones, because that's usually where you start to see. Yeah, he, change. yeah he's got to get a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, and uh, yeah, but uh, you know, to, to put a to put a little cap on night one. I mean, obviously, we didn't go through the whole thing. It's just a couple of thoughts about it. I mean, obviously, it, it felt last year like this year was headed to be the year of Ibushi. Um, yeah. you get the great match with Naito. Ibushi yep. wins. Uh, which you know we all we all kind of expected and hoped was coming, um, you know overdue type of thing for Ibushi. Yep. Um, but yeah, um, you know, and then your thoughts about uh, night two. Night two. Oh well, you know you have uh, Takahashi winning would be one. Yep. Uh, dude, how about Cobb and Tagachi? That match was great. That match was so. I mean, good. I mean, does this really start elevating Cobb now? You got taken a little. Bit, he should be taken a little more serious. I thought Cobb yeah, was phenomenal in that match. I, I thought he was, but it's also to got. Uh, oh my god, Tagachi is so good. Oh He's my god, so good. Dude. Since the G, since this G one, he looked good, and yeah. now since Wrestle Kingdom, he's carrying it on. Dude, was, that, that match was incredible. So good, dude. And 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 and, and then and then you got Jay White and. Andy Bushi closing the show. I yeah, mean, and how and how how good does Jay White look right now, dude? Like there, there's he, there's no quarantine thirty for Jay White. He no. he got he's ripped all this. Like not that yeah. he was in bad shape before, but he's no. like, he's, he's taking his game to another level, man. Yeah, yeah. And whether this is a work or not, one part of me wants it to be a work. Because I want to see what he can still do in New Japan, but two, if it's not a work, I fucking hope he's in AEW. 
because he's built for AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rumors of him going to WWE, I hope they're fucking wrong. Uh, I don't think he'll. I think he'll get lost in the sauce. I don't know what Vince would know what to do with the Jay White. It's, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. With it's hard. Show, you know, in NXT, I think he's too good for NXT. No offense, because I think Adam Cole is too good for NXT. But uh, Adam AEW, Cole's in the wrong. Adam Cole's in the wrong company. Let's be honest. Yes, AEW is where if Jay White isn't in New Japan, I would I would really want Jay White to be in. AEW because yeah. I think, oh my fucking god! I just I, I I do think though, uh, you know, as far as some of the Japanese guys goes, like Ibushi staying there, Okada staying there, uh, I like that they do that. I think it means something that they do. It that. does mean something. I one hundred percent. They have agree. nothing to prove in WWE. I'm sorry, it just there's nothing to prove. Ibushi they, doesn't. No, and, and and here and here's the thing, it, it just use uh, Shinsuke Nakamura as the example. What did what did going to WWE do for Shinsuke's career? It didn't elevate it at all. All it did was the people that know how great he is think that it's horrible the way he, he's being yeah. used there. And, and the, the people that right, and the people that don't know how great he is are saying, "What's the big deal about this guy?" And it's the same thing that would happen to Okada or Bushi or anybody else because it's yep. a different program. It's they're. Yeah. Used and, and, differently. And the match we were looking forward to, the Shitsuke and AJ Styles match, all you got with dick shots. Which was, it drove, drove me crazy. Dude. Dude. And it's just, it's, that's the epitome of it. Dude, and, and, so, and, you know, a fun fact, and I know I've brought it up before. What got me into New Japan, and shout out to Edwards from this, because this is Edwards told me to watch this match because he said, if you watch this match, you'll get in the New Japan, was Ibushi versus Nakamura. I think it was 11, Wrestle Kingdom 11, 10, something like that. It was one of those two. Ibushi versus Nakamura. That's the match that got me into New Japan Pro Wrestling. On the advice of Edwards. Yeah. Dude... And then, and then, you know, and of course, obviously, the working relationship with Ring of Honor helped too. Right, right. I just, as much as I didn't want Ibushi to win, I wanted Jay White to win. This was Ibushi's time. See that, I'm a Bullet Club guy. I'm with you, but yeah. I this to me was the year of Ibushi. Yeah, he it, you you could it, you could always see this coming with them. It happened with Naito, although. Yep. The year that Naito lost to Okada, I thought he should have won because yes. that building was ready to explode for him to win. Yeah. And it was yeah. just, it was so deflating that Naito lost it that match. It was very deflating. It's one of the only times, it was one of the only times I felt that with New Japan where I'm like, oh man, really? Like yeah. Naito should have won. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, last year you're kind of thinking, could it be a Bushi's year? Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Um, then they did this tag team thing with, uh, you know, Tanahashi. Tanahashi, yep. But as as it built towards Wrestle Kingdom, just following along and seeing how this Wrestle Kingdom was booked, it was kind of like, all right, this is the year of Ibushi. Yep. The one thing I'll say, though, is I, I'm kind of hoping they split back. I, 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 I hope they get that. Um, I hope they get the title split back. Uh, instead of one guy carrying both, 
I like the idea of having, you know... Bushi, I don't know if you've heard his interviews of late. I haven't. He's had two. Okay. And both of them, he wants to unify both titles. It's a one. So it's into one belt? Yep. So a new belt? Yep. Okay. Well, I mean, if they're okay, if they're going to go that route, I can live with it. I don't like the two belt thing. So if you're going to if no. you're going to do a new belt, here's the thing though. You have the most awesome title belt in the world. I know. I don't know if they can make a title belt more awesome than that belt. No, and and I got it for fucking Christmas. So it's like, what the fuck, Gucci? <laughs> uh, you know what? Given a lot of all the talent they have. And given the idea that I don't know, I don't know how long you can do this. The winner of night one faces this guy in night two. Wouldn't it be beneficial to have one title defended on night one, the other title defended on night two? Given all the well, talent they had, that's the only thing I was thinking about. Well, if you're gonna merge both, okay, in the one, okay, I wouldn't. I, I'm okay if they do, I but wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But that means you have to use the United States title or yeah. you have that open championship as well. Yeah. So, well, I think, you know, the U.S. The, the US one would make a lot of sense. Um, yep. You know, even though... Get it off the guy, Boxley. The guy, that, <laughs> the guy that holds it and never defends it. <laughs> he drives you crazy, doesn't it? Oh, oh. man. Kenta. Kenta had a good. He had a good. He had a good match, though. He had a good match. Dude, Kenta's on a on a tear right now. He flew back to Florida. How, how did they not get Moxley there for that match? I mean, I the way everything broke with AEW, I thought for sure he was heading there. Well, he was maybe maybe because the wife's pregnant. I don't know. He was the wife's pregnant. In Japan, was under a state of emergency. They almost canceled Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, you told me that. Because yeah. they're in a state of emergency. I thought the so that worked. is why Moxley didn't go. I thought they, you know, they all wear masks over there and they work. I thought <laughs> I, they haven't been hearing this for for fucking ten months now. I mean, why why are twenty million people in China locked down now if masks work? I, I'm just asking. I'm just asking a question. I'm not trying to throw trigger words there. I'm just asking a question. I can't wait when this shit's all over. You know, 100 days. Come on, man. Grow up. 100 days. You know, I got a fun fact for you. <laughs> you know when Biden gets inaugurated oh, into, uh, into, the, into these, the White House? Okay, be our year anniversary of having our first case of COVID at, as well. <laughs> That's a, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, it feels like we got another case of COVID, so I guess that's oh, perfect. Oh, dude. I guess, I guess that's perfect. Doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, one, one thing was Still sent by China, nuts, one thing's man. owned by China, one thing was made by China, the other one thing's thing owned by China, China, one thing sold oh, out. sorry, I'm to say that. <laughs> the parallels are endless. Oh, this show, this show will be, I hope, I hope you guys listen in like the first day because this show's getting taken down. <laughs> it's going down, down on the town. Uh, oh, brother is bitch. definitely watching. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. It's good to be back on the air with you, brother. 
course. Uh, that's first. Second, uh, Wrestle Kingdom was fantastic. Um, I, I enjoyed Impact tonight. C plus, B minus at best. Uh, Impact, AEW, I like the stuff they're doing for most of it. Uh, some stuff, as we talked about. But I think wrestling is at a good spot right now, AC. And uh, there's everything. There's something for everyone. Whether it's pick and choose the company, but there is something out there for everyone. And Yeah, it, I agree. It, and it's at a good time. It's not at its peak, of course, pandemic and all. But, you know, I'm starting to see the light at the end of this tunnel, and I can't wait for it. And uh, it just it helped. Wrestling helps me get out of this day-to-day everything that we're all in and to escape. And wrestling has been my escape. So I am very thankful for it. So that's my final thought. Beautiful. I agree. Uh, it was good to get back with you. Obviously, we miss Edwards. Miss Hopefully, we'll get him back asshole. this week. Um, we'll be back this week at some point. Yes. Uh, whether it's Wednesday after Dynamite or later in the weekend, uh, we will uh, we will get you an AEW Dynamite review in some form, shape, or form, or whatever this coming week. Um, and you know, we'll keep an eye on things, of course, as far as wrestling goes and what Impact's doing with AEW, and you know what's going on with New Japan, and you know even what's going on with. WWE, we... Uh, well, have, Rumble, I think, we, is we, next week, if the dates are not wrong. No, two weeks. 30, two weeks, is it? Two, two weeks from tomorrow. Um, from, yeah, the yeah. Royal Rumble is two weeks oh, from we tomorrow. So we'll probably uh, have some thoughts about that. Obviously, Royal Rumble is uh, the second biggest show of the year in all of wrestling. So, you know, we have to talk about that. But, um, yeah, other than that, we'll, we will talk to you guys soon. For Mr. The Professor White House, I'm Daddy Cool AC. Nighty night, everybody. Nighty night. Nighty night.